My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, a podcast where I, your host, try to give you some tips on how you can explain all this weird, wild, crazy conspiracy stuff to the people you love most, because that's what I've been trying to do for the past 10 years with no success. I've been telling everybody that our government is shady, but every time I do, my family thinks I'm crazy. Like, oh, here we go, Mark. Off again with your... Mark being Mark again. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the thing about podcasts is when you're on the air, and it's like therapy, you know? If I can't talk to my family about this stuff, I'll talk to you, Matt, and all our listeners. Yeah. So who are we talking about today, Matt? Stop taking the bus. People on the bus smell. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, don't sit next to me. Oh my god. Huh, that's weird. Reading a book. No. <laughs> the same book I have right now in my backpack. Hey, Mister. What are you reading? I was just reading The Wickedest Books in the World by Blair Mackenzie Blake, the, uh, the tool webmaster, and Danny Carey's in there, and they're competing for like all these great curly first editions. It's really fun to read. So I'm not Nate. I'm not him. Like this is, I'm told you I'm not real. I have the, I have the eternal awareness. That's it. So, but the long story short is that tools is really advanced. Well, I mean, your question, frankly, is what if people don't know? I mean, they're pretty much like, I mean, and, and I love classical. I love jazz. I, I really do pretty much everything. But if you're looking for your rock music or something in that, that's going to have a serious bite to it that keeps the steel, but then is also used for constructive purposes, starting especially around 1996, which is around the same time that the David Bowie album came out that we're going to get into. We'll get into the astrology later. So I, t- I have two degrees in cannabis. <laughs> and so that's when I was, I met a girl there and she was a Gemini and she really wanted me. There's a true nobility if a girl's like super ignorant about who you are and you just don't let her get into your pants. Like there's like actually nobility. There's one girl who thought I was some surfer dude. We can get into the mind bomb of the time if we need to. We don't need to though, but that was prominently displayed on the screen with what Marilyn Manson was engaging in. We can even talk about that woman who says that she's the real life 11 with Jennifer Symes, but 311 will come up several times because the 311 is a 333. Just like in the Discordians using the 17 and the five, when you take, when you take, or what is it? The, I think it's 17 and five. When you take 17 minus the five, you get 16.5, which is 33s. Yes. So anyways, you can get to a 33 from the Discordian numbers as well. But I just wanted to put that out there because that needed to be said. That's a puzzle that no one's been looking at. So anyways, just full of fucking puzzle cues. Yeah, it's keys. Oh, that's so tool. They're badass. They'll evolve you. They're wicked fun to listen to. 
advocating their music after Undertow for the purposes of which I'm speaking. I dig all their stuff, but yeah. And I'll tell you what, I lost my virginity. Here we go. Here's hot stuff. It was real bad. Synchronicity comes in all shapes and sizes, and if you keep track of these synchronicities, you might start to notice a pattern, a pattern that reveals something like a story, a story where you become a character, maybe the narrator, maybe the author, or maybe the main character. Today is a conversation with Nathan Lee Miller Foster. Tighten your seatbelts and prepare an indefinable collision of extraordinary minds. I love your shirt. That's the eighth album. I just finished singing Money. Actually, the last song I sang, to be truthful, is Tempest. But I start all of my sessions off with Money, and then I finish with Tempest. It's like a, it's like a spell. It's how you get rich doing a rock star. I'm glad I did. I hit record just because I had a feeling that right off the bat we would get into some interesting shit. So I didn't want any chance of missing anything. But I'm also very particular about how i edit the podcast so i'll edit out anything that we don't need in post-production you're right you're definitely one of us i don't know how else to say that <laughs> I, 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 I you know what i do know what i mean though so is that a uh, freemasonic tracing board in the back to your left or actually up to the right there on your calendar is that what's going on there hmm. uh, you're in, uh, oh right here yes well this calendar comes from a guy named dan shukas he has a podcast called cosmic keys the, I know that guy. The art that uh, he put into this calendar, I don't know, but maybe this angle will give you a better. I, I just see it. the I see the pillars and I see the the the, the checkerboard. So I was wondering, mm. I couldn't I couldn't see there. Okay, that's very cool. All right, I like that. I'm a Freemason, so as you probably know by now, mm. doing your due diligence and all that, and I'm right. on Rosicrucian Leo Moon. So that's what those rings are. Right on. Yeah, we we talked about this. I'm a Pisces sun or i'm sorry pisces rising libra sun but i'm a capricorn moon so i think that's our moons are different but everything else is synced up what's your what's your what's your what's your sun sign i mean like degree yeah yeah, degree wise i mean i have the exact calculations hold on sure i i have like i am like high and dry as in like i have like an excess amount of keef that's resting on top of scraped off green. That's going to be the one hit I take this entire time. Okay. So I, I, I have cannabis. I have coffee. I just Good. wanted to make sure. 
the the uh, the C and the C, and of course the third C because there has to be three C's. Mm. That's it's, it's a word that we're not going to repeat, but it has to do with women taking their tops off. <laughs> I think the cannabis that cannabis coffee and that are the uh, the three C's to heaven, my friend. Yes, I, mean, I think that's the truth. So yeah. eighteen degrees, yeah. twenty whatever twenty is the seconds seconds um, yeah so basically 18 degrees then and so that makes you at the three libras like perfect circle you're in three libras uh because that's the three of swords so that's how i connect that because you could say three libras the third decan which is the four of swords which is the truce card whereas the peace card is the second one and international peace day is september 21st so then you have that you know matching up a little bit mm. and you go yeah, just tell me what to say and I'll, I'll hear your thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I wanted to, to just meet you first because I felt like this is the, probably the one podcast where this is the most important phase. Other guests, it's like, yeah, let's, whatever, we know each other, let's get to the topic. But with you, I'm like, I want to get to know Nathan Lee Miller Foster because you're such a unique character. And I feel like we have a lot in symmetry and resonance that will sort of peel back like an onion throughout this conversation. But let me- I recognize, I recognize that. Go ahead. Real recognize real. So let me share one quick synchronicity with you. So- Not sure if you, I have my little notes to jog my mind, but I'm not sure if you have listened to my show that I do with Michael Wan, but what is so strange about that is me and Mike were buddies. I've met him a couple times and I've gone down. I love your shout out to Michael. Shout out to Mike. And we are going to get you on that show that him and I do together at some point. But, that's gonna be a frenzy. That's gonna be a wild. It's gonna be a wild time. Well, it is. It is an interesting show. We do it over the phone, so it has a different dynamic. He he likes to walk and talk, so it's got like a real flow to it. Like he'll just be walking through wherever he is at that moment in time, and makes for a, another you know breaking that fourth wall dynamic. But check this: six six is your day, right? Something about six six is important to you. June sixth. I don't, I'll let you, you do you want me to just say it quickly, please? Yeah. So I became a cult fan on June 6, 2006. Right. And I reached out to you on June 6, 2022, but on June 6, 2021, you released your episode with Michael Wan. So I'm like, holy shit, the three, all of it's coming together because Mike is the bridge for me without giving you my whole life story. If I had never had come across Michael Wan's work, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And my podcast is just one side of what I do. I have a podcast cooperative where I help independent podcasters. And then I have a job for Sam Tripoli, Tinfoil Hat, and I book all the guests on Tinfoil Hat. So this is sort of like, for me, Michael Wan is kind of like a a battery that got plugged in and all this like energy came and then somehow him and I met, you know what I mean? It's just larger than life stuff. But anyways, okay, that, can I just, can yeah, I go ahead. Could I, I just going to say like, I feel like that's happening to me with uh, my Michael is my Michael. So I'm you in this metaphor. I'm you. Adam Curry would be my Michael Wan. Okay. That's how that's, and we're going to talk about that today too. I hope so. Well, we're already recording, like I said, so we can just get right into it and I'll, I'll post produce like a, snappy little intro to make us both sound like geniuses but nathan lee miller foster brother i'm excited there are other synchronicities that'll come up later because we're going to get into the whole jennifer syme matrix matrix 
but but yeah let's start off with something maybe more light and then maybe we'll also try to end on a light note too because oh that's good you know but another a role model or mentor of yours which we share in common is chris knowles he's been on this show twice and that topic is is sort of in his vein and i've heard you talk about at least in your most recent episode of your show not six of swords but six of discs i heard you say that you're sort of ready now for i'll let you say it yourself but what i gathered was that there's this sort of growing nathan lee miller foster energy this energy is rising and people who are out there in this podcast world haven't even been hit by the Nathan Lee Miller Foster wave yet. And what you said to me on the email was, Hey, let's make this the most intense episode yet. Well, here we go. Here we go. People are going to learn from the, my family thinks I'm crazy podcast. What's going on in the ether. I like it. I'm on board and let's do it. Rock on man. So we're recording. We're in this, like I said, you have a show called six of swords, but that isn't really saying enough because you also have the six of discs, you have the six of cups, and you have the six of wands. So if you could maybe uh, give us a quick 101 on that and, and yeah. how you started your podcast. Sure. And when we have, when we clone Michael six times, we're just going to change it to the six of wands. That's the worst joke <laughs> that will be all show. And that's a lie that they will only go downhill from here. So yeah, before I smoke this little, this is my favorite little bowl, by the way, it's an old school Rasta bowl. It's kind of, it's hard to see. It's red, yellow, and green. Anywho, enough about my bowl. It sounded homosexual. All right. So I, I hope I can say that. It's too late, but you'll edit it if I can. No, everything goes on this show. Yeah, great. Yes. Uh, it makes me feel comfortable then. You know, the Pisces can do, we just want to dance. Also, I, I, we'll get into the astrology later. So my show is the Six of Swords, just like how it's not what you said, it's how you said it. This uh, The word in the tone is the secret there. And of course, then you have that being the card for success or earning your success, which I feel amenable to because I feel like any success that's not earned is on a faulty foundation. And I care greatly about a foundation. And, and so far, so much that I made my podcast a four square podcast by taking in the energies of all the four elements and then designing a show based around each one of those. So the cups is a round table. It's pleasurable and fun. And we just like whatever it's free flowing. Like you mentioned about that kind of energy cups is not that show without that. It's all gotta be just, it's all like, whatever, let's just be goofy. Six of swords. I'm very serious at times. My, I, my mom, when I was a kid, she, I was like, mom, what was I like when you're very serious? I'm like, Okay. So I'm very serious apparently, but I do have Jupiter in Capricorn in the first five degrees, which is the only place that you want to have Jupiter in Capricorn. Let's see. The Wands is a show that needs some more technical work. When I build it up in the future, I'm going to need to communicate with someone who is an actual gamification RPG designer, like someone who knows how to do actual points. The, the long shot is all the money that you donate to the value for value show in the vein of no agenda, in the vein of no facts, six of swords is one of those. And you do get your money's worth twice full. Not only do the value, but value go for, go through just as the show would, but you also then go to put, put all of that money into like buying daggers and potions and like crazy shit like that. And like my friend Jenna became a, a Jenna, the slayer of the Zeta reticuli dragon. Because we had like a giant gray that was a dragon for one. I, my, my mind just goes nuts. It's so fun. So I can, and so this is for the top four donators. Yeah, bro, you would love it. And I'm fair. I'm real, says Libra. Says, says Libra. Says Libra to Libra. I'm fair about myself. But if I had an actual point system and you die, I can't stop it. But up until now, I've like resurrected people. I'm like, no, keep going. Keep going. You can do it. 
It's like this giant dike fucking blob monsters jumping down from arches. Okay. So, and then the six of discs is just me speaking. Not only it's a solo show, it's also one that I'm going to start to use for either focusing on permaculture or monetary, like, so earthy things, be it, be it permaculture, which is a dear interest of mine or architecture. That's going to be a focus. Anything that has to do with building, stoning, stoners, things like that, that'll all get wrapped into there and still maintain its solo show nature. So you got, I believe I did all four of them, the series yeah. and swords. Okay. And that's my show. Beautiful. Well, well put. Good summary. And I got to say, I tuned into the Six of Discs and the Six of Swords. Your interview with Michael Wan, of course, was a Six of Swords episode. And the Six of Discs was the last episode you did. It seems like you've had kind of a hiatus. Do you have uh, plans on being more regimented in the future with the podcast? Have you been taking a break for maybe preparatory reasons? Let's let's both take a deep breath. Ease in. All the listeners out there, just so you know, if you're just listening to the audio portion of the show, the video portion will be on Rockfin. Nathan okay. took a nice, deep, deep hit. Nathan Lee. Oh yeah, it's something I will always, if someone makes that in front of me, I will, like, that's just part of my character. Like, I will pause, I will correct them, and they'll mm. continue until, I don't know, it's just one of my things. I no, 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 that. please do that. My One of the comics that I like does that. His name's Louis really? J. Gomez, and he'll never let anyone call him Louis Gomez. It's always Louis J. Gomez. That's it. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I met a fellow traveler just through that. Thank you. Well, and Nathan just, Lee, I won't yeah, do that. Yeah. I won't do no, that again. It's, 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 I, I bear no one ill will or nor malice. It's it's uh, it's rather to inject a positive thing. The eel, backwards Lee, Elohim, electric. It literally, yeah. like if you think about Alexander in Final Fantasy VIII or any kind of Final Fantasy, the holy a guardian angel, that's the eel or the electric of the Elohim. Uh, hence why angels tend to end with either A-H, like the angel of right now, Leviah, uh, not like Leviathan, which Nathan Lee does rearrange into when you play with it, actually. just like Is that a... Is that a handmade sigil? You made that yourself? I did. I did. I, I just, uh, we'll get back to the Nathan Lee thing just to say that Nathan Lee is the holy gift. That's the short of that mm. gift in, hol in holy. That's why it's important to me. And that's part of what we'll probably talk about. Yes, I made that. I did the entire 72 angels deck. I did the decan walk. And then I did the 72 angels of the Shemhem Everest last year. So you have to make a seal. You have to get on, you know, you have to, you, you do the thing basically where there's a prayer attunement. And I did every five days, all 72 which is like, if you're like getting, things get busy and that's it's really easy to get off track if you screw it up and you can't start, you know, you can't do the whole year if you don't do that. So yeah, I did the 72 angels and I, I would suggest it. It's a white lodge type of magic in my estimate. Uh, that is my allegiance, like chaotic good. Uh, and that's, you know, to the upward spiral uh, or up and to the right, unlike JFK, who is always a dark magic. Please pay attention. Please, no, I, I'm, I'm talking to all everyone. Down into the left or down into the back is what they kept saying about him. That's a downward spiral of motif. That's a dissension motif. Now, please keep in mind that we are upward spirals, or that is at least my profession. Other people may choose. I would advocate. Otherwise, you know, it's like Camus says, you are, you are, act in the way of the world that you would advocate others to be. This is a paraphrase, but basically the way that you are in the world justifies it for everyone else. There is no hypocrisy in that sense. So yeah, I did the angel seal. In the White Lodge angel seals that's in yeah that was a sort of a unique sigil there in black and gold are the color choices important with silver that too. silver as well 
Yes. In fact, I have Adam Curry's, uh, I made him a Antina an anniversary card. I use the same. Mm. Uh, it's literally to hand. So I'll just. Nathan Lee, there are so many threads we could, you know, parse through with this conversation. You're bringing up so much stuff. <laughs> every every sentence gives me six more ideas. So <laughs> yes, I, I was turned into drugs when I was a fetus. So that's what happens. <laughs> well, Let's get let's get back to that fetal stage. Maybe we'll we need to start because I, I think a lot of my episodes start this way anyway. So why break format <laughs> as you're breaking your leg? <laughs> start from the beginning. Tell us tell us where Nathan Lee begins. How does this story begin, and how do you get from being a very serious kid, as you described, to being someone who gets in contact with seventy two angels through the White Lodge? That's, that's beautifully put. You know, it's an intergenerational thing. My life is largely, I, I the higher self plan this, I think. And uh, while people live in fear, I live in love and ecstasy. And so I'm not afraid of any company. I certainly don't condone any behaviors that are going to hurt the innocence. Like uh, you mentioned that type of, uh, that time of life. We have to be really structured and nurturing for the kids. Uh, permaculture, trivium, and quadrivium, I just like to start. If there's one message that we got from this, just take it, teach the kids the right thing because we can upward spiral and getting them. So I'm alluding to Disney when I talk about negative companies and, and bed knobs and broomsticks. They have my birthday. 13 to the witch. I just was at the Robin's Nest, which is a, a home witch store or home magic store for me in Bellingham. My home magic store is the Enchanted Fox, but they were sell the Robin's Nest. Shout out to both stores. If you're in Massachusetts, check them out. They just had their 13th anniversary. Have I told you I'm in Connecticut yet? I think I told you in my first email. Okay, good. Good. Oh, yeah. Just getting yeah. that out of the way. Okay. I've been to a Scottish, I think I've been to the Scottish right down near you. So uh, yeah, New Haven? I think so, but I'm not sure. There's like five down there. They have like five. Yeah, they have like five. And just in Connecticut, there's like a whole bunch. And that's a northern Scottish Rite. The Scottish Rite's weird. It's like split into the southern Masonic jurisdiction and the northern. Not the York Rite, not Masonry, but the Scottish Rite. And it actually is weird because it goes over to like Wisconsin and that's where the West starts. It's it's like a hmm. weird. Anywho, 13 years, witchcraft number, obviously. Witchcraft genealogy. We'll get there quickly, but I'm just giving you, I'm giving you like a, a hot plug-in play of the of like the three stages of the most stunning i don't like the word synchronicity it's been beat to death like a, a dead horse on fire but like i really prefer divine feedback that dead horse is behind me it's been lighting up my room <laughs> if that we, we use that word maybe too much for your liking on this show but it's a big it's okay. theme in my life so well, i'm not insulted feedback. No, no. Divine feedback is how I've referred to it because it's the only mm. thing that's happening. And I'm a musician, so like feedback makes sense. Amplitudes and wave cycles and forms and upward, you know, the upward spiral is a feedback loop. Everything's a feedback loop. All behaviors are a feedback loop. Right. Feedback loop. Feedback, oh, that's fucking wrong. All right. So anyways, the point is, is that when I was a kid, like, um, like I was already on fire, meaning like, and by the way, this, the fire at the center of the soul is the fire at the center of the pyramid. And that's why a pyramid is a great representation of a human. Anywho, so uh, that's just something I learned from Jane 108. And uh, also shout out to Robert Edward Grant. Those are Saturn teacher and Jupiter teacher for me, for my sacred geometry. So much is happening. Long story short, Disney had 13 years before my birth in a movie about witchcraft that uses John Dee's name and Astroth. Can't even get into the Astroth, but those who are in New York know. So the point is, is that everything, this is all happening. <laughs> this is happening, as Pluto would say. This is happening. But the <sighs> fucking Pluto. I have Pluto at a zero, zero Scorpio, which is like the most intense place to have. A, yes, that's what I, that's 
why this happens. This is why this is. So any bed knobs and broomsticks has my birthday on the side of a car. Pop quiz, what's M in Roman numerals? You know this. L is 50. C is 100. M is 100. Well, 1,000. Oh, 1,000. Millennial. Ah, okay. Centennial. This is how people can shorthand it. Mm. It's yeah, Makes right. sense. that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh yeah. All right. So if you take the ones place, tens place, and hundreds place, you would put the M next, like by logic. Like, and then whatever number. So it says 229-1984, which is my birthday in a Disney property. Isolated things are a one-off event, as we know. Twos a what is it like a something of a a divine feedback, and threes a threes a pattern. So when you look at then like Gravity Falls, you've seen Gravity Falls. Fucking awesome show, Disney show. It's the X-Files of Disney. And they have two stoner kids in there that are best friends. One's Nate, the other one's Lee. There's a character named Nathan Miller in the show Deep State. My band is Nathan Lee and his Deep State. They have twinned me with the character Mike Howell. I am Mike Howell or Mike Howell is Nathan Lee Miller Foster. That's a crazy thing that happened. So you can look up the time American Ultra, fortunately or unfortunately for my sins, was released as On My Moon with the sun on my moon. When you look at March 16th, the moon was on my moon, which is the great American eclipse moon of 28 degrees Leo. Yes, the one that caused the great America. If fucking course it is. Because I'm born on 00 Libra, which is the equinox. So I have the equinox sun and the eclipse moon with the Fama hot rising five degrees Pisces. Mm. That's a rock star star on my rising sign. Why, why the fuck wouldn't it be? I have all four royal stars in my chart active. To get back to the point, though, this has my birth to the day. We have Nathan Lee in Gravity Falls. We have Hocus Pocus, which here's the kicker. I was just in a Jungian dream group, and one of my members asked me, she said, did you go through a witch trial yourself when I told her the following information, which was last year I found out on Mother's Day that I'm a descendant of a woman that was hanged in Salem. Then I found out on Father's Day, the other day related to our parents, which who she was. And of course, I would later find out the only man killed in Salem was killed on September 22nd. So, and just like Nathan Hale, who said, I, I wish I had but more than one life to give for my country, died on September 22nd. And just like my ancestor on my father's side is Jonathan Harrington, who was the first gunned down by the Redcoats and lurched and died in his wife's arms at the Harrington House, Lexington, Massachusetts. Conquered, Lexington, Conquered, you know, New England, New England guys know. So I'm throwing it all at you just to get us all caught up. I am a descendant of a woman that is murdered or martyred or murdered for witchcraft because pictures are hung, people are hanged. And I want to, I want to throw love on Susanna Martin's name is, it is part of my ancestral karma. And so in Hocus Pocus, they obviously tell the tale of the Salem. It's 1693, but 1692. I mean, come on. It's obviously the same thing. And so that Disney made a film about my bloodline with my birthday in a witchcraft film with two guys named Nathan Lee in the, the X-Filesy thing. You see it happen with other films. And by the way, the one I was circling all the way back around to now is better Nate than ever with the character named Nate Foster. That just came out when I was going on stage in Cancun for Miguel at the Astronosis Conference the day before I went to the Magician's Pyramid and cannot talk about what happened there. But I was asked to perform, if you will. I was asked to recite a prayer, and I had no idea, and I can't say any more than that, but that something happened there at the Magician's Pyramid. Hello, Magician, you know, as above, so below, just like the uh, Pythagorean triangle. But anyway, so let's get focused here. Basically, I know, right? What the fuck? It says, no, they just dropped it in me, dude. They literally dropped it in me. Like, I think I'm making myself clear. The cold crystal just, it's like, hopefully they use lube. Okay, the point, 
<laughs> Point is, is that all those movies have a connection to my life. And you say when I'm a kid, it's like, I wasn't even a kid. I was, I was here before. This is just now where I'm at. So, right. okay. What's the next question? Where are we going? Yeah, no, please. And I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here because I, I'm hearing you describe to me the, the, you know, what's the cork board with the red threads of Nathan, oh, Charlie? Nathan Lee's. Funny? Yes. This is yes. what I picture you're seeing in front of you right now as you're like, and this connects to this. So I'm with you. I know, but it's difficult from this perspective, right. Yeah. To, to fully be able to address everything you just said. So for the, That's cool. the folks listening, I just want to let them know everything Nathan Lee has just mentioned He's also gone in depth on his own show, I'm sure. And a lot of it maybe is on its way soon because I feel like you have big plans for the Six of Swords and its accompanying shows. But yeah, let's not get caught in the weeds. I think you and I have a sort of strange similarity, synchronicity, if I could use that burning horse word. But I am, horse, I am the burner. You're, D burner. you're 922. I'm 1011, right? October 11th. So I don't Very know cool. what the significance is there. But also someone who is sort of made a big impact on my understanding of the occult is Aleister Crowley, whose birthday yeah. is October 13th. 12th. Another Libra. No, it's the 12th. 12th. It's the 12th. I always think 13 because, you That's know, his... Frost. Right. Oh, Mark Frost. Guy. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so hold up. Tell hold me. Hold up. Hey, getting ready for the next episode. My family thinks I'm crazy. I guess basically you would say for you also, uh, Jack Parsons was the second. Mm -hmm. So Curly and I share the same big three, except he flips it. So you got the Cappy moon. Curly had the Pisces moon with the Leo rising. I have the Leo, the Leo moon with the Pisces rising. So we flip our big three. Colster, Colster. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I dig. I was just reading The Wickedest Books in the World by Blair Mackenzie Blake, the, the tool webmaster. And Danny Carey's in there and they're competing for like all these great Curly first editions. It's really fun to read. And yeah, is, is, is there a significance to your birthday being next to Curly? Is that a question that I'm being asked? Well... Yeah, I'm going to make my way around there so at some point, but I mean, sure. Nate, Nathan, you Nathan Lee, you keep, you know, hitting oh, me with confetti. <laughs> you keep hitting me with all these like different lanes that we can go down. So let me yeah. let me calm myself down. I brought two cups of coffee cuz I had a feeling I might need to I, to speed up and catch up with you. You're um, not telling me about the the pile of cocaine I see under there. <laughs> Dreadfully left out, feeling left out of this. And I need, I need to change camera angles. Hold on. Cocaine. They can't see that. <laughs> it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a mind calendar. Okay. Well, well Crowley, I, I think why I brought him up and sure. why I feel like this is a tremendous opportunity for me because I kind of see some of myself in you. Nathan, you, Nathan Lee, you're, you're, I think 10 years can older you than just me. Call me Nate. Can you just, Nate's fine. I think Nate's going to help a lot of us out. Nate. Nate will help. Cause if I say Nate, you don't mind that there's no, there's no Lee no, there's following no up there. Right. Yeah. No, it's just, it is, a, it's literally offensive to my soul. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not even, I'm, I'm trying to be like this plain speaking. I have the more that I'm going forward, the more I just really am digging into like hitting my full stride. So yeah, no worries. And, I don't do it to be, uh, I don't do it to impede. I just simply, it is how it is. So Nate's fine. Okay. So Better Nate than ever. <laughs> so Nate, when I first ventured into the occult, I was very fascinated by Crowley. I found it synchronistic that him and I are nearly, you know, born on the same day. 
And I waded into those occult waters thinking, oh, this is interesting. What, you know, how fun. Well, little did I know that these things can actually reach out and touch you back. And I bought this book that's behind me somewhere, a Libra four. It's one of yeah, okay, yeah. Crowley's bigger books and, and sort of has its own reputation for some of the quotes in it. But I brought this with me to work at a cafe in New Haven when I was a, a barista and I magnetically attracted a homeless person who uh -oh. without seeing the book at all, randomly out of, in a fit of rage told me he was the second coming of Aleister Crowley. Right. Yeah. And this was like a smack across the face, like, whoa, synchronicity. Right. Cause at that time I was almost like pseudo atheistic about some of this. I was entertaining shamanism, but kind of like prove it to me kind of attitude. And that's been drilled out of me through experience, but I'm wondering if you could retell us some of your early synchronistic experiments when you started getting into this stuff. I mean, now as a, as a Mason, right. I mean, it's sort of become a bigger part of your life. But when did this like at, at a younger age really start to like, when did you appreciate the realness of it? Or have you always? I, I don't know if the Masonic or the Rosicrucian or even the Institute for Hermetic Studies, those three groups and I'm that's the three groups that I that I'm a card carrying member, basically. I guess a cosm would count too. I need to re up that. So I'll count Chapel of Sacred Mirrors as a fourth one there. There's probably a fifth one that oh, I'm an invisible. I run the Invisibles reading group. Yeah, dude, we do a reading group beginning on 11.11 and we read the Invisibles and discuss it. And there's all, there's, there's a special physical component and there's all this, and we do prayer groups. It's just wonderful stuff. But yeah, so five groups of whatever I just said, those, those count. But yeah, no, as far as like seeing it, just like ratcheting up all the things that I've become a part of or have become a part of me. Uh, that's all part of the divine feedback itself. It's all part of my extension of my not just will, but my purpose. If if I'm being asked about connections to the Crowley material, it certainly is alluring at certain points. And it, it definitely, I'm about to purchase a book by Keith Reddy on the AA, just talking about his research into that. And I think it's the Institute for Hermetic Studies or something in Amsterdam, something similar name like that, that put out the, put out the publication. So I would put, put that towards others to look into, if they're looking into wanting to learn more about Crowley, a, a scholarly research of the actual Argentum Astrum would probably be one of your beefiest, you know, places to sink your teeth into before you realize that, yeah, that's just one thing. And there's actually better stuff like Gigi Young. Oh yeah, I'm a member of her thing too. I keep forgetting these things. Gigi Young and Dark Journalist are the two people I would most advocate you putting your energies into. Gigi is a... Mar magnificent, marvelous, clairvoyant. M M she's just really on the button. She knows about how the greys are actually not aliens. They are us. In fact, if you want me to get all up into this, but basically like lamb, uh, not Iwas, but lamb looking like a grey. Uh, the Crowley stuff's going to be connected to the de degeneration. It's the degenerate stream, whereas I, I swear allegiance to Yahushua or Jesus Christ. No one saw that coming, but uh, no, it's true. Uh, Sophia, Christ, and I would say even Kukul Khan. It's a Quetzalcoatl. And, and now those three, that's my holy trinity is Kukul Khan, Jesus Christ, the son. And of course, Sophia is like the ultimate, that's Sophia. She's, you know, in, in the Gnostic cosmogony, at least that's my, 
I, I swear allegiance to those. I am White Lodge. Like, I can't make this more clear, like Rudolf Steiner style. So no, no to the crow, even though I say Crowley. Crowley, wait, Crowley is holy. Crowley is valley. That's correct. So whatever, say what you will. Do us, do us thou speakest, but nah, man. I would say uh, spend your monies and time and not getting your soul fucked up by hanging out with people like Gigi Young and people like that. Uh, that's where I'm at. I mean, I do do your thing. We have the local uh, Knights Templar Lodge in Salem, which looks like it's like completely decrepitated and they're only allowed or authorized whatever to do up to the third degree anyways. I mean, man, if I wanted to get all up into Kalas and stuff like that, I'd just join some kind of like Sufi or something, man, whatever. So you asked me about Crowley. I don't have too much time for that. Not really. That's that's better. There are better things. Yeah, and I I agree. I I think that's a whole nother conversation. I really only brought him up to show maybe an example of where the objective bled into the subjective in my own life, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And I'm wondering um, if you have any so parallel I, I totally experiences. Yeah, I I thought you asked one question, and oh, that's I, all right. That this I is bound to happen. I'm, I want to sort all of these out. We're going to completely be clear by the end of this. There will be no misunderstandings. Oh, no, no I'm <laughs> just going to make it more confusing now that you've said that. I'm going to start speaking backwards. Also, I am wearing a shirt that says Hellboy on it right now. So right it's on. actually Hell, Hellboy's Dispensary. I thought it said shell boys for a second. I was going to ask you if you had like a, it was like a shellfish thing, but okay. Shell, hell boys dispensary. Right on. You don't need to muscle that joke in here, but I'll pop muscle shellfish. Come on. All right. I'm going to clam up. Oh God. That's a whale of a joke. Oh God. What have you done? You madman. You, you fool. You've destroyed us all. Okay. So here's, here's the point. I guess like besides always, okay. My mom again, related to me. And I believe Jeff knows this. My little brother, Jeff, Jeffrey Niles, Miller Foster. He doesn't, ha he doesn't have the same inclinations as us. He would be one of those family members who thinks I'm crazy. By the way, one of the things to be the, to play the role role of the Pisces rising is to be the weird one. So there's also like your show is perfectly named. Thank Go ahead. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, it's funny. The, the whole reason it was titled that way outside of the fact that I've lived this life is when I told my family, I was quitting my job to do podcasting full time and work for Sam Tripoli. They were like, are you crazy? Like, you know, and plus they have no idea who Sam Tripoli is. So to them, it was like, I might as well have said like, Bob Dobbs or something, you know, like praise Bob, <laughs> praise Bob. But yeah, I have actually interviewed Reverend Ivan Stang. I don't know if you, nice. if you know about the sub genius, so, but July 21st. Yeah. Miguel actually just, I just convinced Ivan to do the um, character Mike from Twin Peaks. Actually, that's a real thing that just happened. Yeah, dude. Like are, are we're all up in the same mix, dude. Like this is happening. Dude, this is unbelievable. I, I actually just talked to Miguel Connor yesterday. I'm going to be on his show next week so i wonder how he knew about you well i've i had him on my show a year ago actually okay well but, i said uh, that because i kept talking about you so i was like i was wondering if he reached out to you because uh, i was talking about you but i have been talking about you with him is my point oh okay cool cool well that's that, that, yeah because i said you were gonna interview me and then blah 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 so good oh, all yeah. right shit yeah. i i'm wondering now because oh shit i have you on the wrong obs overlay this is not the right show. Let me change that real quick. But yeah, I, dude, we could get lost in the weeds and none of the listeners will care about all these connections. But I think it's just still cool because it just, it shows how for this medium that we're a part of is bleeding into. Well, that's the thing though. They couldn't, they couldn't, they could, they, they should care because that's what that caring about it is what's going to give them the ability to bring themselves to the next level. I shit you not. Right. 
Right. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm advocating this out of like care, not just like, well, fuck the lazy ones. No, it's like help yourself because you are worth it. It's mm. a nice message. If you heard that on repeat, that would be a nice thing to hear. I know another test for words is if you had to listen to it for like 10 minutes in a row, was it worth saying? <laughs> Damn, that's a, that's a mystic shit right there. That's like I, a mantra. Okay, so Tool actually squeezes a kit, kit on the song Mantra, which the 50, free, 50 hertz frequency is a healing frequency, so they're literally mm. giving... The holy gift is real. I'm writing it, and I'll say it right now just because I'm on the roll, and I just say this. Gloria and Excelsis Deo, and may this always serve the most high. Alex and Allison, I love you. I would love it if the work that I use is used as a sacred text at Cosm. Mm. When, I met, when I met Alex, he called me Imaginathan. Bro. When I told him about the Holy Gift. This is, okay, I'm so glad you reminded me of this because, okay, so I've been to Cosm five times, okay? Nice. Not not the Manhattan one, but the one that they have now, right? So Wappingers Falls. Right, right, which is a sacred space. It's on a ha the Hammonasset Ley Line, which is Glenn Kreisberg's work, Spirit in Stone, and a fantastic book for us New Englanders because it's very connected to, as well as Manitow Stone. Other uh, different story for a different day, but I've been to Cosm. I've met Alex Gray. I was surprised by his kind presence, like the fact that at Cosm, this was way before COVID, so they were still doing the full moon meetings and that that sort of thing. So I'd be curious to know if we were both at the same full moon meeting. That'd okay, be. So we're that, gonna find out right now. I was thinking the same thing. I, that, um, I feel like we we might have been. August, August, it was August of 2017, I say. It was the Leo, it was the annual members barbecue. Mm. And I, that was not the one. Okay. I did get introduced to Alex by a Mark, though. Really? Yeah. And he said, I have, well, I get, do you want to hear the story? I'll, I'll tell you the story. I, do, I can hear you. I just want to look up my, at my thing because I have the card that I took with me. So I was there in oh, 2016. Yeah. Actually, I could okay. see it from here. But go ahead. The tell year, me. Yes. No, oh, no. I, I wasn't even bothered. I wasn't like, oh, do you want to hear it? Like that was, I meant like, should I give you that should, if you wanted me to use the time effectively? Okay. So one of the things that first, first of all, when I realized that the divine feedback synchronicity, whatever was real, well, I, I used to see shadow people. Let's just put it that way. I've always been interdimensional. I've actually, I used to float about my body when I was younger and I have definitely had things happen that you know just lots of stuff so I've always known and I was interested in like the esoteric and stuff but like when I was younger like 20 21 19 whatever it was more like because it was like counter narrative or like it was just weird and you know Pisces rising and hip and sex 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 sex, sex, sex you know all of the, yeah. so mm. so basically I guess one of the first ones when we were around this time though geez that's I, I can't even think of any modern ones they're just always happening so that that's that's the mystical answer and then the Alex Gray thing yeah basically a I'll just say Mark this is we'll save that we'll save the name at Mark Mark walked out to me I was there early enough because, you know, I'm just very, be there early, yeah, whatever. I was there. And he's like, and I have my guitar, Alice. This is Alice, as in Alice in Wonderland, Alice through the Looking Glass, as in Alice in Wonderland, which I read the first three chapters of to Susanna Martin's memorial, the other, because I'm, I'm deep into the ancestor work. Oh, I could tell you about the one synchronicity is just recently is that my grandmother, my grandfather, born on 3-3-1919, grandfather, my Masonic grandfather became a Mason at 33, just like I became a Mason at 33. So basically, and my dad was 69, 69, dude. So anyways, my mother's, my my father's mother, is her middle name's Alice, in fact. And Harry is Leroy Foster, not Potter, because 
Potter is Foster is Frasier when you know how to skip the stone. It's it's connected to the Liz Frasier thing as well. It's actually, I'm a male version of that. I, it's, it's like Hooker with a penis, but Siren with a cock. Anyways, it's good thing I'm, good thing this kid, this is a kid-friendly show. So the point is, is that it's a family picture. So the point is, is that they, uh, Grandma died. I think she was first, and then Grandpa, and then Uncle Barry, and Aunt June. They were all Pisces. And Aunt June just died recently on Grandma's birthday, the first one born. So she closed a cycle. And after that happened, the better Nate then, and I went on stage for Miguel and my singing teacher is born the same day as the guy who wrote the book, better Nate than ever, my singing teacher. Anyway, so that's when I noticed that, but Alex was in his thing, doing the thing, the preparatory work, you know, they, they're just chilling. Like, uh, he's with Alice and they're just like, okay, we're about to face a bunch of weirdos. There's a whole bunch of energy that's about to be here. However, you, you got to think of it from the perspective. I mean, one of the most honest ways to look at it is like, you can't have Cosm if they don't have those security guards. That's a, that's a, that's think about the full picture kind of thing. Cause we don't think about, right. All right. Now let's just, this is mature spirituality because there still is room for the upward spiral, but we need Saturn's due. We need to respect Saturn. Saturn mm. is praiseworthy. Praise be to Saturn. Praise be to Saturn. I'm glad so, you, you said that not to interject, but I remember feeling the first time I went to Cosm, this like excitement, like, yeah, I'm going to do mushrooms. There's a mushroom cafe. We're all going to get wild. And then you get there and it's a very sober, like, yeah, sure, if you know the right person, you might get handed some shrooms from a person who's also there as a visitor, but they don't sell anything there, which was like totally, you know, as a naive, you know, 23-year-old, I was like, yeah, oh, man, you know, and to your point, that, that Saturn influence kind of slapped me across the face and was like, no, 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 this is more important that you're sober right now to experience this. And the awe that I felt standing in front of the actual pieces, like everybody could see Alex Gray's art. Anyone who's listened to Tool or just searched, you know, LSD on a Google search, you'll find his images, you know? But to stand in front of them and see the detail, the artistry, the the each little component in that big tree of life, net of reality one in that corner there, I mean, that was a that was a hallucinogenic psychedelic experience sober i mean i was stoned but that doesn't count <laughs> it's, that's a ha that's a point five. did i get a, did i hear a niner yeah it's that's what i felt that's what i felt too but i was actually handed lsd hmm. uh, <laughs> so your story kind of wish i was a year too. late <laughs> i don't know bro we're all we're all in our own time i got to hang out right. shout out to, to i believe his wife's name is kate but shout out to mike and kate Mike is the, the cause, uh, Mike's a cause and better. I, I looked at, we were, it was just the three of us chilling. Of course, it turns out the three of us were Libras being the three Libras over there. And so you're chilling. I was like, you're, you have the air of a veteran. And I'm meaning the sense that you've been at Cosm for a long time. So Mike is, Mike's a staple there. I love Mike and Kate. It's an honor to have met them. I love pulling those tarot cards and having those synchronicities with them. Magic is everywhere when it like, I'll tell you what, when you, when you follow me around, it is. And I mean that like in the sense that my father lost, my father was on the second flight of planes on nine 11, like those ones went out and then his was due to up next. My uncle was seven cars back from the Minnesota bridge collapse in 2007, seven cars back. And he survived. We lost the tickets to the Titanic. So what I just simply meant is I do have some benefic boons for you. If you, if you're in a car crash, be in my car. And we are on the boon moon today. It's the dyad moon. I don't know if you put that together, but today is the dyad moon, the boon moon. I'm feeling it. 
I'm and I think this is like the perfect uniting because you and I are like anachronistic twins somehow. Like in a, no, yes, you know, in another yeah. reality, you and I were born as twin brothers somehow. You know what I'm saying? And this is the like Gemini or something like as like <laughs> uh, maybe a fraternal brother, like whatever bonded bonded men are bond. We might have been women, but we don't know. We don't know. Uh, we really don't know it right now. I'm not that I'm I'm not that lit, yo. But no, yeah, for real, man. I feel that way too. I'm excited about this. Right on. Um, and I we're we're on. already 45 minutes in, and it feels like we just got started. I feel that way. I was gonna say, uh, I hope I'm serving well, and it feels yes, it does. No, right. this is um, this is this is a unique episode for sure. But I we we kind of crossed a lot of different territories here. I want to circle back to two things and then ask you a question. Since we're on Alex Gray, we got to talk about Tool. I heard you talking about Tool on Ryan Peverly's Alibur, Ohio, formerly known as A Culture. That was a great series of interviews that you did with Ryan. I have yet to speak to Ryan myself, but big fan of his. And yeah, really enlightening, man. I'm not a diehard Tool fan. I've definitely appreciated their music throughout my music listening years. But I what? Them once. But what you? Well, yeah, okay. What, what you? What you broke down? with that album parabola i went i made a spotify playlist immediately and put it in the right order and we'll get into that but i met alex gray i got this crystal that was gifted to me while i was waiting oh. in line at cosm oh. right some guy oh. who kind of looked like you a little bit i don't think it was you i don't think so we would if if it was you we would have been talking through the line no, but sure. <laughs> but yeah. yeah no it was a you really believe bill gates oh my god <laughs> that's what we would have been saying fuck close schwab well i mean geez back in 2016 that was when the trickster energy was just kicking off you know this oh, a lot of people say that about 2017 about mm. the initiation well, i'm you know what i mean i'm just regurgitating oh, what miguel connor said to me yesterday sure well can i just say happy yeah. birthday to the actual president right now donald j trump it's his birthday <laughs> oh shout out I'm just saying right the on actual not not dibbling uh, bibble what's the last pussifer song old man bibble yeah all right Right, keep going excuse me sorry no it's all right i'm i'm trying to phrase this into a question but shout out to the don yeah. it's today's 6 14 as we're recording this Flag um, day. right on yeah so let me ask you if you would because alex gray tool those are like two birds of a feather tell us a little bit about this when did you first realize there's something about tool that needed deeper examination Oh my God. No, you're going to love this. When I was a kid, no, it's always been here. I've, I'm not kidding. Like I'm not, I'm almost like, I'm not real. Like that's, I look at people. I'm like, I'm not real. Like I just walk up to you. I'm not real. It's okay. Just see you later. Not real. Bye. Not real. Don't, don't, nope. Don't, don't get it twisted. Not real. Nope. You're thinking I'm real. Nope. Not real. Okay. So anyways, the point is, is that, yeah. Pisces wheel wibble. The point is, is that when I was a kid, I had Stonehenge on my, what does he mean by this? I had stone. I made a Stonehenge out of a kid's like 16, 17. So lateral saliva, opiate, obviously onima and undertow were the available five discs that you could have purchased at the time. Besides like maybe there's like symphonic tribute to tool or stuff like that. But once, once lateralis was there, I added it. I think if I remember correctly, I had my four steps and then I had added five. So I created on my desk, the only decoration, like, so if I'm sitting here at my desk like I am, this, the decoration would be a Stonehenge of all of Tool CDs on my desk. 
So when did I realize that to me sounds like that answers a there's something that resonates significantly. And I, I think that's a good way of answering your question. To be sure, it was 2015. I went to New England grassroots. This is more of a Quincy. So you hear New England, but it's New England Grassroots Institute, which was in 2014 and 2015. I took their cannabis, their grower course. No, I took their education. It was a cannabis school. So I, I have two degrees in cannabis. <laughs> and so that's when I was, I met a girl there and she was a Gemini and she really wanted me. That was one of the, I have a history of like just having options and like, this is the thing about sacrificing sex. All right. We're going to put it that way. Like there's a true nobility. If a girl's like super ignorant about who you are and you just don't let her get into your pants. Like there's like actually no belly. There's one girl who thought I was some surfer dude. And she was like all tripped out. And I could see she was at like one level where it's like not fair. I don't know, man. Like I've never talked about that before, but in this situation, I did the same thing with her. That's why she was like constantly trying to, and I was like, she's like, why, uh, why can't we, I just want you to, I'm like, no, for all my sins, I'm not always that great. But anyways, I have done a noble thing once. So anyways, the point was, the point was, is that I was sitting here, I'm just like doing my thing, like, you know, doing the thing. And so I'm standing up, I'm in front of my TV, not kicking over my carafes or giraffes because they don't like to be kicked either. They're better at kicking. And so the point is, what the fuck's up with those little giraffe horns? Anyways, there was, that's my Jerry Seinfeld on zoo, zoology. So here's the point. When you look at the, and if I ever did comedy, I would require, oh, cute. My brother's <laughs> name is Jeffrey. Now, if I ever did comedy, I would require people to sign a waiver. I'm not that's, that's No, it's a real thing. I am just... I go all the way. So anyways, the point is, is that like, unless you're a Gemini girl trying to get in my pants, but here's a tool story. So the point is, is that I'm standing up in front of this thing and I'm just like showing you the track order of the Holy gift. And by the way, I will send you the one that's actually made with the sacred geometry art attached to it. And that actually has the 432 frequency. And that actually has all of the art. Inter no, it's the best version. It's Please do. white truck. Yes, sir. But we will propagate it because it's been wiped from the internet, but I think this might be the same video file that, if we have a holy gift that is an exemplary version of the holy gift, like a special, special one that's only used at Cosm, that's a big-ass one, it will have that video screen, like if you're inoculum, that video will be able to play through that. I'm just throwing it out there. Alex, Alex and the reason I brought that up is because Alex is a four-degree Capricorn rising. That's where my Jupiter is. My Jupiter teacher is on Alex, and Alex is a Spazitarius. That's the correct word for Sagittarius. It's Spazitarius. We all know it. So when Alex is a Pisces, excuse me, Allison's a Pisces born on my grandfather's 3-3 birthday, and Alex is born as a Spazitarius, that's my rising in my midheaven. I see these things fitting up like so well. Why did the person at Cosm, who may or may not have a name like Crystal, then you show me that, I just, come on, gave me the LSD, introduced me to them. You know, it's like, what's going on here? And he, call, he gives me a nickname in like fucking seven minutes or less. I'm like, okay. Okay, this is obviously one of those things like, okay, we, we met and because, and by the way, there was this kid who was like getting, I, I know I'm returning to that. You gotta, you gotta redirect me in a second, but this kid was um, like getting real angsty and stuff. He's like, Oh, I'm so worried. La, la, la. You know, cause everyone's like able to say their piece at a certain point. And I, I stood up. Oh, I remember what I was saying. I stood up and I said, this is related. I stood up and I said, I quoted it. I said, we are eternal. All this pain is an illusion. In like the whole room, I could feel my LSD coming down ripples, just putting all the good into everywhere. And Alice was like, did the stoner hippie chick thing. You know, the one with like, you think of Janice Joplin. She's like, yeah. And Alex was like, yes. The whole thing was just like, oh man, slam dunk a positive energy, like to drop a depth charge of love. So anyways, then that's what I hope the holy gift is like coming into the world. But like, so basically I was standing up in front of the screen. And I said to her, all right, this is a parable. 
Oh, by the way, I just cracked the moon landing too, and I'll show you this. What? Uh-huh. This is happening. This is happening. So that's my t-shirt. This is my bands. Nathan Leonardi. This is happening. In Glow in the Dark, because it's got to be. And Paisley. We'll make a high couture fashion. Focus, sir. Parable is one, two, three. Parabola is one, two, three, four. That's your quadrivium and uh, trivium, respectively, reversed. And then you also have like the basic schism is like the ultimate like issue with our world, right? That's like we we need to communicate. We're doing that now. We need to find a homeostatic, homeostatic, but thriving and enjoyable, fun and upward spiraling way of rebuilding the temple of man, if you will, because I know the pieces fit. And the final disposition is to be dispossessed. You're exercised at the next level up. And then you spiral again up and up. And that's why DM Turner, that's the character on Fear Inoculum. Oh, by the way, when I saw Fear Inoculum on tour, you know, I was at the concert where guess who showed up on stage directly across from me, like linearly in the, in the system of the stadium. Yes, Alex was there. Fucking A, right? On Justin Chancellor's birthday. <laughs> Drop it again. How many mic drops in one show? Let's keep going for the record. All right, but the point is, is that I was saying that you go through the whole order and it takes you through a basic initiatory process where you're you're going through an initiation. It's an actual, I don't know how else to say it. It's a soul sojourn. It's it's what the people do. It's it's a real system of evolution. That's how you put it. And he's and you know, there's Rosicrucianism and Masonry and all these things. One that is totally inclusive, that includes the most true, pure, accurate, highest upward spiraling truths for everyone who has access. That is to that it requires desire. It requires work. But the, the structure is there and it's hidden in a tool album. And I have discovered it. And I hope Alex and Allison, God willing, will appreciate its use there if we can make that happen. That's been my biggest hope is to find a way to condu- be the conducive conduit for that. And like it has like vellum pages and like it's just the richest, thick, lush, lovely book. And I'm a quarter Jewish. And I say that they, you know, I'm a quarter Jewish. They took the whole tip. And so I say, come on, maybe I can get a little bit of this back. And I say, okay, well, uh, I'm sure Allison may appreciate the humor because I think it would be a good thing to be a mitzvah. I have a very good, I have very good with the humor. And Alex likes the fact that like when I met him, I positioned my body at like a 45 degree angle away from him. So energy goes this way. And like, you could tell that I was doing, he's like, wow, I appreciate your awareness of my situation. And that's almost like how he talks, right? That you do a spot on impression of him just at the first, until you realize, and then you lost it. You're so smart. You're so keen. You're so aware. That's quite observant, sir. Wow, that was really good. I love that. Okay, I do so impressions anyways, all happen. the time. But anyways, I, I and oh, I can I can picture meeting Alex too as you said that, and I remember yeah. he has this very receptive energy, very receptive, almost too receptive for his own good. Right. Well, he's a Sagittarius, right? And that's just excited. And I, I mean, that's my my midheaven is in Sagittarius on where the full moon is happening right now. This is all happening for a reason. This is my career house and my 10th house. And this is I'm very excited. I'm just I'm very present. I'm willing. I want to give you the best that I can. I that's yeah where I'm at. So if you would, maybe you, you mentioned discovering this major discovery in the tool album can you maybe break it down for the audience even those who aren't familiar with tool and even give them a reason why they would check the band out if they hadn't before wow that's so yeah because like i'm coming from such a different right (laughs) it's like uh it's like uh oh man okay so if you want music that is actually going to serve your soul and be enjoyable 
and have a bite to it. Tool will do that. Other earlier stuff like Keenan, Jim, James Keenan knows that he cannot atone for what he did with, you know, the, the F you all kill you type lyrics on opiate, right? Like, oh, I could just shoot you. And like, he says all these things and he's very aware. I mean, that is one of the most gifted, aware, adorable, loving, excellent men. I don't know why I just, I feel this way. I don't, he's also an Aries. He's kind of got to love him. Anyway, so that's, that's the, also he dropped a, guys, I know I'm getting ahead. This is, I'm sorry. Okay. So it's music that's really intense. It's made by these four guys. They used to have a different guy who was also a tourist, but they got rid of Moore. They got rid of the extra Venus, uh, which Carrie already filled that. That's the drummer who's like the octopus, he's a octopus dragon. He's the man, he's the best drummer alive, basically. And he's done the work for it. Adam Jones, Capricorn, does the work for it. Keenan's the Aries, not Maynard, not John Maynard Keens. Yeah, that's the bunk economist. And also uh, they have the uh, Justin Chancellor as the bassist who's on 119. Oh man, that freaking. if you write down like actress Ruby Wood, to please for us to talk about like Ruby Wood, that's part of that better Nate than ever. She's it's a female, but they're passing her off as a boy. Anyways, I just thought I'd say that. Interesting mm, enough to tie You back. did send me that before yep. we talked today. I remember you sent me that and Ted to bring it up. So I'm going to take note of it here on my unused notepad that I was hoping to use, but I'm enthralled. His daughter was in a Disney movie too, just to tie the snow dogs, Zena Gray. So to tie up, yeah, I'm sorry if I'm getting off topic. Oh, no, here, no, it's fine. I'm with you, brother. Where was, where was, where was I? Where was I just? Well, you were, you were beaten around the bush of uh, the holy blazing burning bush of Tool. Oh my God. I can't even talk about it. It's one of my favorite things is the uh, Moses, the story of Moses and the burning bush is one of my favorite stories. And I, I could tell you, I'm just such a big fan of that. I, I have real respect for what happened at that situation. So anyways, okay, focusing. I was talking about, I, I feel like I was going on about something else though. Well, we uh, were so. going to get to that later on. Hopefully, I don't know how much time you're willing to give me, but I think this could be- I have my time. I, I have awesome. a jam session. No, I, I, I expected this. I put this into my schedule. All I have after this, full disclosure, I have a brother coming over and we're going to jam. Right on. Uh, he, he's a fellow craft. So he's at a second degree. I advocate masonry. I was totally afraid of it. I was afraid. I was literally sucking down the conspiratorial bowl. Mm. And it's it's one of the things that has done the most to make me a better man. Really has been this legacy of gentlemen that I have become a, a brother of. And I there's there's not every organization perfect. And please that you'll hear stories of people who have failed to act on the level, so to speak. And that is entirely possible. People can fail to meet their obligation. But if you just work a system, you become, I love it. I love it so much. I would advocate it for any man that is making himself a better man. Right. And women like, and women like better men. I mean, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I will say I'm not opposed to interviewing anybody. Unfortunately, the vast majority of Rosicrucians that I've interviewed do not want the, the audience to know that that's what they're a part of. So I'm not going to disclose which of my past guests have been Rosicrucians, but I have interviewed Robert Sullivan IV, who is a very prominent lawyer in Freemason who talks about the symbolism throughout, you know, the podcast sector. And then on the flip turn, I've also talked about, or I've talked to Michael Hoffman, who you may know is, is very vehemently against, at least historically, the Freemasons. And he talks a lot about what they have done in the past. So yeah, I go in any direction with this show. I don't take any of the biases from my past guests with me as I venture into new subjects, but all respect to Mr. Hoffman though. With, I have no problem with people's interpretations. I can definitely see where some things have not 
you know, I'm, I'm not an apologist by any stretch of the imagination. I am someone who just simply says, pick up my tools, do the best work I can do. It's not my, I am not responsible for. Well, it's interesting before I wonderful system. Before I started this podcast, I actually was very curious about Freemasonry. I reached out to my local lodge, the Ansantaway Lodge, and they called me the week before or the week of my first ever podcast. I count this as my first ever podcast. I had done a show before that never made it to anyone's ears on YouTube, but Sam Tripoli had me on his Patreon the very same week that I had this call from the Freemasons. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing podcast stuff now. I just talked to Skull and Bones with Sam Tripoli. I didn't tell them that, but in my mind, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I need this right now. So it's interesting how like, if that thing with Sam Tripoli didn't happen, would I have become a Freemason and not been a podcaster? Would I have been both somehow? You know, it's, it's interesting to think about be that. Both. Right. I don't, think, I, I don't think, I don't think that you've done anything so atrocious that you couldn't join. So. <laughs> right. Well, and I'm not opposed to it. I actually, there's a there's a podcast called the Freemason podcast and they're out of Connecticut so I might reach out to them as well and that'd be great. Yeah, but anyways, let's just because we're all Freemasons and do podcasts and stuff and that's not even my main bag by the way. I do have big right. plans for the 6 of swords but Rockstar is my actual that's my profession. I mm. I profess to be a rock star. I am a professional rock star. Hold on. Wait, I'm wearing marooned on Mars lipstick with the the the, the neon. Come on, there you go. That's, that's all you need to know. And and fact is, is that I do believe. Let me just say this because now people can actually think I'm crazy until it's actually real. I think that for whatever reason, I've been reading the tea leaves, and um, Molly McCord is one of the one of my favorite astrologers. If you if you were going to ask me for an astrologer uh, to check out, I would suggest Molly McCord, and uh, she's talking about how there's a lot of. Um, 5d stuff happening take it or leave it audience uh well i'll get back to the tool thing that's where i was going i, I have a really great mind i actually have been able to train myself to pick up like that's why things. you're here brother so molly mccord is a, she's just a wonderful woman she just released awakening astrology by through hierophant publishing definitely a great beginner place to start and i mean like she even like i don't even know how she knows it's nathan lee and not nathan or whatever and like she's like nathan lee like you see on her she just like did an instagram comment and she's like she's like oh you are total rock star or something it's like nathan lee i'm like what the fuck is going on so i feel like because there's that whole thing with disney and there's a whole thing with like a cult fan and like my family's lineage of solomon's ring and stuff but there's also that adam plays me in no uh, no agenda is adam curry plays me in swamp thing nathan stone the rock star and I feel like in like a few weeks, I'm actually going to be famous. And I have no idea why. <laughs> I have no idea why. I realize the words that are coming out of the face hole. Oh, this is this is the right place, right time. And I'm not going to give myself too much credit, but a couple of the, my podcast friends have become famous since this podcast <laughs> has started. Alex Stein, you might know Alex Stein for his recent city council meeting viral videos where he does the like rap songs at the viral at the council city council meeting you ever seen him do that he's, i'm sorry i haven't no it's haven't. okay it's all right he's 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 i, I wanted to know your example too <laughs> that's all right and then yeah there's there's been others but we don't need to go and pat myself on the back i'm not saying that i have an eye for talent but nathan lee 
Oh, you've been spotted. <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel like a Pokemon. I just, he just threw like a, 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 at least a master ball. I think they got it. I don't even, I haven't played that game so long. Anywho, thank you. I, I, that's an honor. And I reciprocally say that you too have a deep well of no end in sight of talent. So, thank you. Uh, take that. Yeah, tool. <laughs> Basically, if people don't know, like, Oh man, I'm starting talking about David Bowie suddenly. That's uh, David De. Well, that's what I thought you were beating around the bush to get to that because I to- I heard you say that there's a connection between you and Bowie, and I can see it. I definitely it. see it. And we talked recently with a guy named Chad Stemke, who talked about David Bowie summoning a UFO at Hart Plaza in Detroit, which is a Stargate portal that the Freemasons oh. built in Detroit. I am going to have so much fun in the next few years. You have just activated that. That is wonderful. Oh, joy. Okay. Well, I got some stuff to show you at the end of the interview, too, because we're on like an alignment called the Arcadian Lay. You might already know all about that, but if not. No, I don't actually. I I, I will never profess to know more than I do, and I'll tell you what, this morning, two two 20-year-olds schooled me on the word equivocal and equivocate. Ah. I'm pretty sure equivocal means to, to make two things equal, but it's actually to speak in a manner that's duplicitous and causes deception. Which was based, and we got to that point because I was talking about Tools Tempest, which is John D and 007, you know, zero, zero, and seven, and all that kind of music. Well, and that whole album I heard you say is all about this seven, seven concept. And I just interviewed Crow Triple Seven. I'm putting the interview out on the exactly. 17th, and it's the 70, 177th episode of my show. So I'm all about that seven math magic. Absolutely. Seven is one of the best numbers. I love seven. It actually may represent the North node and four might be the South node. If I'm doing this, there's a whole other thing to that, that I actually mm. learned from a person who calls himself seven. Mm. Savant Bomar, take in small doses and I'm not responsible for if you, God bless him. He's in October 22nd. So he's my brother from another 22nd, September. I'm the 922. I'm the 1111. I am the nullification of the pain of 911. That is one of my goals. Mm. Yo, man, how could you not tell that shit? Bombs. See fucking things on TV so much. Oh, my God. Where's Chewbacca? All right. Anywho. <laughs> tool. All right. Tool. It's like, Let's this get back to Tool. Quickly. It already got hairy with Chewbacca. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's 108 yeah. into the recording. I just want to point that out, too. You, you did a Chewbacca at 108, exactly 108 into the recording. I actually, I am a lover. My God has an elephant head. There's another Ganesh. Yes. Oh, brother. Yeah. All right. I love my elephant. Yes, sir. Okay. We are definitely on a similar. I've rode an elephant. Say again. I've 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 ridden uh-huh. on the back of an elephant at a African or the uh, what's the other one? No, it it would have only been an Indian elephant. African Indian. elephants are way too wild. You can't tame African uh, elephants. I don't know shit about wild elephants. Oh, I'll be honest. I I'm mean, a, I'm an animal. Like I'm like an animal autist. I'll I'll tell you everything about animals. Do you, do you fix their teeth too? Are you an animal dentist? <laughs> I, I couldn't help it, man. That's just okay. Tool. Now we're deceased. We're in two. Yeah, we have to. So Capricorn is good because you are completely. You're you're a you're a female. Capricorn's female. It's Earth and it is cardinal. I am masculine, being fire with fixed and that is a well fixed and fire and masculine. Yeah. So that's Leo. Mm. I Leo Moon. So I feel good when I get attention and praise. And yeah, it's, 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 it's insufferable for those people who can't do that kind of thing. But, but fortunately 
I'd love to pile it on other people. Like I carry the sun within. Mm. So it's like, that's where I'm beaming it. And I come through the zero, zero Libra. So it's like this very fair, hopefully balanced and fair, you know, mesh. And then the Pisces rising is like, you know, here's everything that's what, what just happened. So, okay, tool. They have different evolutions of their rock music. They started off really trying to bite into the harder kind of stuff with the opiate, of course, seven, two, six, eight, whatever the demo is spells Satan on a touch phone. So that was their demo. And then they had the live versions of like Jerk Off. What was the other one? It's not Crawl Away, is it? I don't think it's Crawl Away. Oh, whatever. It's I can't do it right now. Is it Cold and Ugly? Yes, Cold and Ugly. But they're all super downward spiral type energies. Just like how Nine Inch Nails released those free albums for In Solidarity with that bullshit. Fuck you, Reznor. You're done. Okay, excuse me. Anyways, no, fuck his betrayal. He is, I mean, it's one thing to be gothy and like pathetic, but you just went way over the line. You cannot give a solidarity with the entire society shutting down. I cannot believe you did not think that would cause you to commit to. Okay. See, I'm getting dark on him. Bad boy, bad Trent. No. Okay. Bad. Rolled up newspaper. So anyways, they had upward spiraling lyrics starting to bleed in there, but undertow is still the undertow. So you're getting to the point where they start to do their shadow work on Anima and suddenly you're seeing a light come through. And they, in fact, on the vinyl have a Sri Yantra. They have a Seed of Life. They have the All-Seeing Eye. And they have the Goetic Sigil for Epos, the 22nd Demon in the Goetia on the Anima. BMG printed a second run in New York, not Los Angeles, because you'll see them crossing the country, like in Lateralis. They recorded in California and Maine. That's came. It's a cum joke. So anyways, yep. Oh, I'm not going to stop. This is just going to get better. So the point is, is that on Anima, they started to do their upward spiraling. And it's like, you know, 46 and two are just ahead of me. My shadows stepping through to the other side. I have Anima on vinyl. It's just so delightful. Oh my God. And of course there's one skip and it's on push it. When it goes to say, I saw the gap again today, it skips like a gap. It's like my album self-aware. Mm. Only Nathan Lee could have that vinyl. <laughs> I kind of, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, man. It's not, and dude, I'm just playing this guy until I go to the next one. So I'm not Nate. I'm not him. Like this is, I'm told you I'm not real. I have the, I have the eternal awareness. That's it. So, but the long story short is that tools is really advanced. I mean, your question, frankly, is what if people don't know? I mean, they're pretty much like. I mean, and, and I love classical. I love jazz. I, I really do pretty much everything. But if you're looking for your rock music or something in that, that's going to have a serious bite to it that keeps the steel, but then is also used for constructive purposes, starting especially around 1996, which is around the same time that the David Bowie album came out that we're going to get into. We can even talk about that woman who says that she's the real life 11 with Jennifer Symes, but a 311 will come up several times because a 311 is a 333. Just like in the Discordians using the 17 and the 5, when you take, when you take, or what is it, the, I think it's 17 and 5. When you take 17 minus the 5, you get 16.5, which is 33, yes. So anyways, you can get to a 33 from the Discordian numbers as well. But I just wanted to put that out there because that needed to be said. And that's a puzzle that no one's been looking at. So anyways, just full of fucking puzzle cues, uh, keys. Hold on, so tool. They're badass. They'll evolve you. They're wicked fun to listen to advocating their music after undertow for the purposes of which I'm speaking. I dig all their stuff, but yeah. And I'll tell you what, 
I lost my virginity. Here we go. Here's hot stuff. It was a real bad, it was a bad time in my life. I drank myself to death. I got, de I, you probably heard me talk about it on Ryan's thing. I died. I came back to life. I was in traction, meaning like with needles all up in me and shit, not traction proper, but I was, I was restrained. I tried to kill everything in the room. I didn't know what was happening, but basically I was committed for a while. And in that committing, commit, committance in those lovely paid for state hospitals, where I saw a man do a swan dive off of a table and after he ripped his tooth out. Yeah, no, man, no, people don't get it. Like, it's okay. This is, this is, that was what I went through. I am much stronger than people can imagine. This is the place where I lost my innocence, so to speak. And the girl to whom I lost it, like I could get super detailed about how like this all drives down even till today. But the point is she went to the Lateralis concert. She had the tickets that I was supposed to see for that Lateralis concert. So if you can see how the alchemy of that album and that entire live existence is, isn't that cool? It's larger than life. And that's how this stuff pans out. I feel like it's yeah. been beaten out of us. Our awareness of this so much so that people are like shocked and almost in disbelief when they see yeah. an example of someone like yourself, where it does line up like that. And it's I like, I'm, I think I'm someone who helps break that illusion. Right. The, the, it's the illusion of the illusion. Well, and this is why it's really, truly a pleasure to have you here. And I, yeah, you mentioned these puzzle pieces that you have so many of. And I feel like the problem when we start gathering puzzle pieces is that we forget sometimes which puzzle that that particular piece belongs to. And it gets mixed up in the rest of the bag. And, and that's... Part of the fun for us is taking the pieces, see what fits together. Maybe I have some from my bag that, you know, fit in with the ones from your bag. Now, yes. maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but originally, let me break this down. So on 6-6-2022, in exactly a year to the day that you released your interview with Michael Wan, I don't know if you interviewed him on that day, but that's when you released it. And... You know, I had this random thought, okay? I was on Mike's YouTube channel. I take his YouTube videos and I put them into his RSS feed, right? Just the audio version. That's something that I do for him. And I'm there and I look on the side and it says suggested, you know, and they suggest all these movies now that you can buy and watch on YouTube. Bill and Ted face the music. And I'm like, Bill and Ted face the music. Hmm, that's a weird name for that particular movie. It came out two years ago, so I'm a little late as usual to this kind of stuff. But I looked at the name of the main actor, Keanu Reeves, and I'm like, huh, he spelled, his name is spelled exactly like mine. Reeves and Steve's are pretty much identical beyond the first two letters in my name and the first in his. I, I play that game too. Right, and it's something that you start to pick up on. Like, there are these little cues and clues out there, and They're some phonies. of them, right. If God's, if God's the word is logos, then you better be paying attention to what the vibrations are. Thank you. Cinematics. Yes. yes. So that led me to Keanu Reeves's personal life Wikipedia section. Because whenever I go to someone's Wikipedia section, I usually start at the most relatable. And since I'm not an actor, his personal life would probably be the most relatable, right? So let me go full screen on my little slideshow that I presented sure. here. Could I? Could I just? Could I say one quick mind bomb? Please do. Going? 
basically you got to understand that whole and i didn't follow this at all but i heard about it on no agenda and mofax and you know i know that the amber the amber girl lost not to mention this is destroying the minds of people but like when you look at this as a ritual which it was just here's the short and long of it ped or dep the peds won because no one heard the amber alert yes this is a dark spell this is a very dark spell. I I just had to add that. Right. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, the significance of that word Amber beyond just the name of whoever, unfortunately, was like, you know, that was named after Amber, we both know, is a very deeply occult substance. And it's not a color, but it can be interpreted as a color. But let's get let's get maybe honed in, because I feel like what you said about David Bowie connects to this possibly this is how you and I and you're showing me something it's harder oh is that Orion Orion on the true black tarot with Sirius with the words in gold watch the weather change which are the final words of the holy year mm, okay so I found out that Keanu Reeves had this relationship with Jennifer Syme through the paragraph that I'm showing here and I already kind of went into the strange significance of this whole story with Mike. I'm sure you went and found your own angle. I'm really more curious to hear your angle, but this struck me because it's just such a weird single paragraph to exist in a guy's personal life. And Keanu Reeves is a sort of private person already. Um, but yeah, Jennifer Syme, someone he dated, they met at the <laughs> Dog Star, which he just showed the series that's, that's why i showed it right now i'm getting that sorry <laughs> and they started dating at a party that was thrown for his band dog star weird name they had a kid and she gave birth to a stillborn on christmas eve of 1999 which is very it's sad so sad very tragic and also very unusual generally women don't have a stillborn that late is something that I was told from a woman who knows what she's talking about. Shout out to our patron L. She helped me do some research on this, but yeah, Solid. fast forward two years later from 1999, a little less than two years, Syme was killed in a three, you know, a, a parked car collision. So she crashed into cars that were parked and died. Right. Which, Wasn't that like Seth Rich or some shit? Or yeah, I don't. I Seth Rich. That's the guy that got gunned down by the DNC. No, I think they actually hit him with like a missile or some shit. Oh my know. god! Like, it's obviously it's obviously not what we're being told. Right, right. And this was Three even stranger cars. because she was leaving a. She left a party at Marilyn Manson's mansion, and then wanted to return, and that's when she drove her car but that's not included in this paragraph the other thing that struck me about this paragraph is it says here reeves told investigators that they were back together they were brunching together in san francisco on april 1st april fool's day aka hilarion in the roman yeah, yeah. word and then tracy twyman shout out and respect on her name respect right. rest in peace tracy twyman respect. rest in peace tracy twyman and then the next day reeves called the los angeles county coroner's office and asked according to Lieutenant Mac Willie, if Jennifer Syme was there, which is just strange. Like, again, if that's true, A, why is it in his personal life section, the only thing in his Wikipedia personal life section? And B, if you love this woman, 
you call her mother, you find out she passed away, and then your next call is to the coroner's office to find out if the body's there? It just doesn't... Sorry, but the first thing I notice is the coroner's office. Yeah, that is... Death spell. No, the whole fucking thing was a death spell. I right. Realize it until now. No, well, I, broke and... down the whole, I broke down the whole Rona spell and the moon landing. You should you should ask me about those while we're here, but okay, go on. We, we will get to that for sure. There's so many Great. things to get into, but I, yes. I want to serve. That's my <laughs> service. No, it really is my service. Well, and when I found this, this was just the initial like yes. thing that clued me. So I'm like, right. well, let me go to my resources here. I typed in David Lynch on my podcast app and that's how i found your interview with ryan peverly and that's where this all started because you and ryan talked about david lynch in an episode and i'm like hmm i wonder what david lynch has to do with this and i wonder if there's anybody out there who is sort of when what are you showing me now i gotta stop. <laughs> let me see this what are you showing me mountains it's the Twin Peaks it's ring. It's the Twin Peaks ring. Ah, okay. So it's like all reflecting. Hold on, I can do better if I do that. Ah, very cool. Yeah. I released my album on the, the alignment. It's called A Bad Robot Daycare. Specifically A Bad Robot Daycare, like Fringe. Mm. A climax from Fringe took place outside of my apartment, actually. And Meghan Markle was on the first two episodes of the second season and quoting biblical cannibalism. So anyways, <laughs> just drop it like it's hot. Mother okay, so, so yeah, that's how I found you. and Jupiter Saturn alignment, as I was saying, is when I released uh... my album. And they're... And the first one's donated, dedicated to Adam Curry, and the second one is a Japanese version is dedicated to John C. Dvorak. So it's a double album. I just okay. had to finish that thought. It's by Nathan Lean. Right. That's going to be one of my most, it's such an artsy thing, but it's like it was released at the very crucial period of the Jupiter-Saturn mm. that's related to Twin Peaks. That's what's on those mountains that I'm showing you. That's right. why I brought that up. Please. No, the, the explanation is welcome. I, I do. It's helpful. <laughs> but I want to ask you, maybe we could play some of your music in the podcast. I can mix it into the, the outro or something. Great. Uh, please do send me I some will, MP3s. Yeah. Maybe but I'll make you one. Maybe I'll make one for the occasion. That would be sweet. If you made a My I Family Thinks Some Crazy custom song, I would love that. Yeah. I will use the seven by seven theosophical tadpa counter changes in the Sanskrit alphabet of 49 letters, which is more seven sevens. <laughs> I, as you said that. So, yes. Yes. Heaven. Yeah, we'll, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll do. Well, yes, we'll do that with well, my family thinks I'm crazy version with the Indian tadpas. Thank That's you. Actually, I think it was page 316, which also is the date that better Nate than ever was released hmm. we should, my girlfriend's yeah, birthday 316 yeah oh come on and that's 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 <laughs> there's three libras at the enchanted fox paul and rose and myself that's the enchanted fox medway the other magic store and besides the fact that they're born on 10 5 and 10 excuse me 10 4 and 10 6 whoever was i like going with the the, the 316 uh, that's his wife's birthday that's his wife's that's his wife's birthday who has the same name as my mom <laughs> well that's his wife's birthday yeah Shoot, man. And I heard you talking about the five ratio and how 314 isn't the right number. And I always I always remember her birthday because it's close to phi ratio three. You know, pi day is what? Three three point one five. Pi is not phi though, right? Pi is one point six one eight. Phi is a different number than pi. Oh, well then I'm just stupid. Thank you no, for correcting you're me. Not. No, well, I mean, what did you want me to do? Like everyone think pie is pie? No, it's not pie. no I want you to pie. correct me. This is how this no, happens. That's why I have smart people on my show, Nate. Fi. And Lee. Well, there's fi and there's fi and fee, and fi and fee are they, they do this amazing thing, which I believe has to do with like an involution, exvolution kind of thing, if that's even a word. But it's like an in breath, out breath. But pi itself is a different quantification. It's counting a different structure. It's just like mm. the wrong number. But that's Jane one hundred eight 
who think who has educated me. And by the way, that's Jane 108, who probably taught Tool because he was Jane 108, who hung out with Alex Gray. So, anyways, hmm. okay, yeah, it's fucking all connected. I'm just trying to help. Oh, and 108, like you said, Jane 108. Right. And it is all connected. And that's why I love having you here, Nate, because we are getting into these connections. And that's how I, me. but that's how, that's how I, I came across you yes, and your David work Lynch. with this David Lynch connection. Before that, <laughs> I, before that, I hadn't even heard of the Occulture podcast and Mike's been on it. I'm, my friend Mike Wan has been on it before, so I should know that it exists. And I'm hoping to get in touch with Ryan at some point. But anyways... Yeah, that's where we we come to the two crosses, paths cross, and and I reached out to you and I said, hey, brother, I think you would probably be apt to add to this discussion, investigation, and... Apt. You just said the word. No, no, because yesterday I was focusing on apt because tool, a perfect circle, and pussifer. Keenan was using numeral numeral magic or lingual magic because he was like, that's tap, that's apt. But it's right. also pat, like it's all pleasant things. Right. So like he's tapping into it. So he's, so his three bands are a hyper sigil for himself to be successful. And you know what? And we're gonna switch gears just briefly for a second. I have always instinctively done this kind of stuff. Like my Instagram handle for the past since 2012 has been Wayward Intellect, which is a you know, it's a play on words. It could also be free thought, free thinker, right? And now Sam Tripoli's business partner, who I am a part of his podcast, he has a podcast called The Free Thinker Society. So it's like wayward intellect becomes a free thinker and all this other stuff. But anyways. Well, we know we know we are emanations. We are unfolding. Mm. And it's it's a, like in Final Fantasy VIII, which is where a cult fan comes from. Mm. And I've like always mirrored myself to Squall personally. Like, like I said, like there are people who have mirrored Mike Howell with me. Like that's not my doing. That's a Libra, Jesse Eisen, whatever Facebook movie kid, zombie land, but a New York actor. He's, he's good. And Kristen Stewart, who's Aries. So it's Aries and Libra, but basically was I going with the other one? I twinned myself with what was the one I was just saying? I was just starting to get to a point before the American ultra thing. What was the thing I was saying that twin matches? Come on, we can, get, we can do this. We can, we can go back. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm thinking. We just said it. We just, we just said, it. said it. I, but I don't know where you were going with it. It's hard I do, to. Though I was, I was saying there was an analogous. There was something that I twinned myself with, or brought the energies into. We were talking about way. You were talking about weird thinking. The way we thought. Emanation seed. Final Fantasy VIII. Occult fan. Boom, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So no, I, I got this, man. I'm so. I will not let a thought. I am. I am. I have become very regimented. I my clarity. And my ability to be cogent and to be uh, communicative clearly and to show that I am capable is more important than anything. So, and it shows that I just recalled the thought. Like most people will be like, oh, there it goes. No, fuck you, it's here. So <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII is about the seeds. That's S and lowercase E-E -E, and then uppercase D and then S. There's all sorts of things, the Vatican C and things like that to see. There's multiple plays in the words, but like I've always been twinned with Squall. And even in high school, there was this rival in a way and he thought he was Cypher and that I was Squall and it really manifested so i've always been like you know if you know squall he's got this like getting a cut down his face which i really don't care if that manifests i prefer not but basically i feel that i'm that character and like somehow it's living through me and i could talk about katsukotl and shiva but I, it's point is is that i am likely doom train 
I don't know how else to say that. Doom is mood. We can figure this out later. How to train people's moods, whatever, in a positive way. But there's this thing, that's what you summon with 666 items. I mean, 666 is a, it's like a Drano for their consciousness, meaning this. It's not a negative number. It's an all connector. It's like a seed of life shortcut. So if you say a thing and you add a 666 or like the HAL Labs for the little doggy with the eggs in front of it for Super Smash Bros, that's a 666. And many times a 666, y'all, it's just trying to say that it's all going to just, it's like liquid connector. That's all it's doing. It's you being afraid of the wrong thing for shows, not to mention 666 being the Christ number. Anywho, everyone thinks they know though. So back to the point, seed unfolding. That's what I was going on about Final Fantasy VIII. We kind of right. choose these destinies. Right. Well, and that's that's something that... I'm glad we took a little tangent down because it is important to have that full arc perspective when you're looking at something as intricate as what possibly happened with Keanu Reeves, David Lynch, Jennifer Syme, yeah. Ian from Anthrax, I don't know his last name, some guy named Scott Goffey or Coffee that's like a, a record executive. Like these guys were all. And, and also Dave Navarro, how could I forget him too? All connected in this web around this one girl, Jennifer Maria Syme. And, Maria. Right. Right. Like Diana getting sacrificed. Yeah. Right. And and well, I did you see the picture of Keanu? Which one? The one you sent so, me? Because what is Keanu doing? If you want to show people, because yeah, it's good for us to get back on this. By the way, the whole witch thing connecting to my witch blood. Mm-hmm. I looked up Sacred Bones is this this will tie into Sacred Bones with Lost Highway. So let's keep that in the let's keep that in the mix because I looked up an email. I watched Lost Highway with a for for a one year anniversary with someone, and that someone totally witch trial stuff, which is connecting to what the people in the young group said. I was victorious after five minutes. This is all I'll say. I, I have nothing else to say about that. I I actually was falsely, falsely, falsely accused, and I super victory won because that's what happens when the it's like you're literally looking at the accuser like you're the judge. You're like, why are you doing this? So, anyways, I was out there in five minutes, but it was a horrible incident. Anyways, I literally was looking up for the witch in my email, and it's a it's a, the red vinyl soundtrack that Sacred Bones put out, and it was May twenty second of this year, and I was looking it up and. It's so the reason it was relevant is because I was looking for the lo- I was looking for the witch soundtrack, and somehow Sacred Bones's Lost Highway soundtrack was related to this. But the point is, is that the movie, the email that came through with the witch that I was looking for on May twenty second, which there's a bunch more connections, but was sent on the exact day of our one year anniversary that we were watching Lost Highway. Exact day. <laughs> no, 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 that's why I had to add that because this, like Mark and I, what we're doing, gentle audience very good looking audience you're the best looking audience i've ever seen over radio i say that we are, we are doing is the good work and this is obviously death this is the, our lines are overlapping right well and that was to affirm and i wanted to also say that like you know i got into this stuff with my buddy juan and and chris on our show illuminati confirmed the patreon version that we do and they were like damn so this means that well juan said this I can't like fuck with Keanu Reeves anymore. I thought he was one of the, you know, he's like disappointed. Like, oh, another one bites the dust. All these Hollywood celebrities are practicing, you know, dark arts stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't, don't go that far. Like, we don't know if Keanu A was a part of this, B was a victim of it somehow, an unwilling participant. You know, like this stuff goes deep and it seems like there are puppet masters behind the scenes. And I know you're sort of an expert 
in Twin Peaks. So I thought, let's talk about this and see what I was comes on out. Twin Peaks podcast. I was on the Twin Peaks, whatever the I was on a big Twin Peaks podcast, but they're super, super, super caught up in the the other reality. Mm. So I don't talk to them. <laughs> they, I hear they you. Went Black Lodge. They went Black Lodge for sure. And I mean either unconsciousness or otherwise. But yes, yeah, no. But to finish that Keanu thing, and then I'll answer. Then we'll get on that. Is or I don't know. That was here's a segue. That picture of Keanu with very pregnant Symes, she's doing a weird thing with her ankle. And you got to pay attention to all this. And it's like people are like, oh, there's a shoe, you know, that kind of thing. He was being potty trained. Notice what he's doing on that picture. That's what they're communicating. He's being brought to heel. His, he's a star. They're going to be, he's their dog, like Iggy Pop. They're, that's why he's crouching down with a weird sandwich in his hand, looking kind of aloof. With what? That's a really awkward newspaper right between his legs. They're potty training him. They're breaking him in. So maybe he wasn't. Maybe he is. I don't claim. But that's what I see. I'm trying to find that picture. I don't have it readily available, but I... It's on that Medium article by the woman who claims that she's the real life 11 from Stranger Things. Okay. This is Penny Shepard? Yes, sir. Okay. I thought that would be awesome for the audience. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I can screen share it if you want, but I'm definitely going to link this in the description. There's a Rose McGowan obviously connects to this too because she was dating Marilyn Manson at the time that this went Dude, she's, down. She's the same age as witch trial type things. It's just, there's so much that matches up. I, I, I'm being very, <laughs> if someone did that to you, you would be very like, I'm not even going to talk about that because they ain't worth time. Yeah, well, that's not what I was looking for, but yeah, that's right. Also, he's a Capricorn. Just up oh, there's paper training. Is this it? This is the picture. That's it. Look at wow. him. he's being he's being broken. Yeah, Why is he fucking sitting down. Like it's all strange. Look at her ankle. Look at her ankle. The right one. She's ex she's twisting it and exposing it. There's something in yeah. there. Yeah, and the way she's like even touching the mailbox. It's not even like. I, it's hard to tell whether the mailbox is being shut or open, but... It's it, open, but she's reaching the wrong part of it. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like she wouldn't need to. It's unnecessary. There's no handle to grab onto. Well, yeah, and it's almost like she's using the mailbox to, like, keep herself up or something because she is putting her leg in such a weird way with sandals on, nonetheless. You might think a pregnant woman might be concerned about losing her balance, and she's doing... Like her, her body's, like, looking like they're putting her into the mailbox... Which is a coffin or some shit. And he's eating a sandwich, wearing yeah. his signature, like, look, he's kind of looks like he did in the Matrix, too, which this is all occurring, I think, previous to the Matrix being released, because it was released in 1999, and she gave birth that same year. So who knows? Maybe it was, uh, maybe you know, but yeah, definitely weird. Very pale, though. I noticed the amount of emails in your inbox are a pillars with 33 in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> you don't need to show everyone your emails, but yeah, right. I was, I was trying to be polite. Yeah. Seven, uh, wait, wait, wait. 719? Is that what the... Go down? 7 November 19. That was right before I saw Tool. Two weeks, like two weeks before I saw Tool. Really? Yeah, just, just putting it out there. Of course, 23, blah, 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 93, all that just. Yeah, because uh, so I ordered from Sacred Bones the Lost Highway soundtrack recently, which sold out like immediately. But that has like all the Manson and, you know, obviously uh, it's got fucking, what's his name? Trent Reznor on there and mm. 
I mean, that was just an incredibly fucked up movie. And we can get into the mind bomb of the time if we need to. We don't need to, though. But that was prominently displayed on the screen with what Marilyn Manson was engaging in. So, you know, not to put up Capricorn, that he's a Capricorn son. And Symes had the miscarriage or whatever on Capricorn time, the 24th. Actually, that's a, that's a significant day. That's a St. John's Day, isn't it? The 24th and 27th of... No, it's the 24th of June, not the 27th. It's, a, it's an opposite. But I will say this about the... I'm going to say July... I'm going to say July 6th in January 4th as not to trigger any particular days. But if you're if you're trying to fire a shot at America, Cancer Sun, you're going to have an epiphany attack in Capricorn to shoot at that cancer. And also the moon landing, by the way, if you just take the square of the Earth, which is a square, and then you have that thing that we all draw when we're kids, that little thing with the triangle on top. It's a sacred symbol to Pythagoras and such, but like that was the Earth and the three astro NOTS the astronauts from Satan, NASA, the Nazis, was basically doing a thing where they were the Leo, the Aquarius, and uh, Michael Collins, born on Halloween, never landed, right? The eagle was always never landing, the phoenix. And so that's, they formed the, you know, do this without people freaking out, above the, above the earth. So they literally, the capstone on the mental pyramid of earth. And that's how people believed in the moon landing. Right. Right. And I, I feel like you broke it down. Yeah. No one's done that till now. <laughs> we need that to go. Cool. We need to go in depth on that. But I don't want to go too far away from the Keanu Reeves, Jennifer yes, Simon matrix, just because we want to keep it as linear as possible. But we're already too, it's already too late for that. So. <laughs> we started on that other foot. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, so here we are. We got this medium article by Penny Shepard. You sent me. A couple different ones, chapter 27 and chapter 7. She seems to be on top of what I suspected was a much larger story. But given your knowledge of Twin Peaks, I'm wondering, like, what do you think David okay. Lynch's role in this girl's life yeah. was? Because it's weird that she moves to L.A. and says, I love Twin Peaks. I want to work for David Lynch. And then David Lynch is like, sure, you're now my new intern and you're going to help me, you know, understand the music culture in this town a little better. Right. Because she played a big role in Lost Highway behind the scenes with influence on the music. That's and then huge. in the movie, she was the junkie girl, which is just kind of a sad and ironic way to remember her g given she died you know under the influence of drugs that were given to her by marilyn manson most likely was she was she an actress or was that just like we're gonna preserve what you are mm, right right and how much was of that lynch just being capricorn because you you will understand cap i can understand capricorn and you can better than people who don't necessarily have it in their chart that's my experience in astrology if you got that sign you probably gonna know something about it I got Jupiter there in a place that Jupiter's like exalted. It's not exalted, but it's it's got some extra bonus points. It's got brownie points where it otherwise would hate it. So I have a good Jupiter in a place that is a very good Capricorn. Ultimately, my life is, this is happening. This is good. Did not start off well. Remember what I talked about, the virginity. Did not start off in a nice way, but things are getting better and I am meriting it. So this is the point with the upward spiral. I think she was, I think with Lynch, Lynch, like, like what are we, how do we even... This is going to be a bigger conversation than we'll get to, but I'll, I'll, I'll chink a few surface scratches at least. What's he start off with, right? That like almost anti-Americana, you know, Marion Edward X uh, fucking, you know, eraser head. So like he's already started off his career like in the negative zone, like eraser head, like his head's like blown. You, you know, you're going to uh, annihilation, nihil nihilist brain. All right, talk about wayward. He was nihilist brain. So and uh, nihilists are cowards, Donnie. So anyways, 
Yes, that's obligatory reference to our to the Big Lebowski. So new information has come to light. New shit's come to light, bro. And so when you're looking at David Lynch's behavior and what he's trying to do as a person, as an act, as as like a manifester, he's very, very Capricorn. He's very bring it into the real. Like, how can I display this as it really, as it is, is like he wants the biggest is that you can be the biggest fish in the sea, right? Catching the big fish. He wants it to be like, if it's going to be a bite, it's the hardest bite. If it's going to be a freak out, it's going to be one that everyone's wetting themselves after and calling an exorcist for. That's kind of thing with like, he's showing you like Jaute. Like how, have you seen the third, the return? Twin Peaks. No. Twin Peaks goes 1990, 1990-ish to 1991. Are you- they had, are you talking about the fire walks with me? That not that no. Okay, I've seen that. I've seen Twin Peaks through the whole seasons, and then I've seen the fire walks with me, which is very disturbing. But that sheds light on what the whole thing was about, sort of. But well, I'm sure you so, have. No, I just wanted to like give people the round the roundup on it. It was like first season, second season, then fire walk with me in '92, which Japan loved, like Tom Waits style, big in Japan. Then they went away for like a long time, but in the show, you know, they said we'll see you in 25 years, which is Saturn's return, just like Tool singing about in the Grudge. But then we'll get back around to the Tool Saturn, you know, Tool Twin Peaks connection seems to be thing that people like me for my two T's apparently. Anyways, so the point is, is that I got jokes. The point is, is that when you look at the next thing that came, it wasn't for a while, it was 2016. And that's when you talk about that kind of influxy stuff. But that was, I think Twin Peaks had a lot to, they rode that wave. It's not like they, they, but they rode that just like Tool did on 2019, right around event 201 was happening and all these other things where they were deciding how to fuck the economy, but beyond repair, look into the work of Catherine Austin Fitz. So it's Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's what you need to know. So anyways, I mean, yeah, magic and economy, what, uh, fully rounded out man here. Very, very good. So the point is, is that uh, I'm talking about how then after that, you have the actual series that came back called The Return as an AKA TPTR as in Saturn's Return. And then you have uh, a final book after that. So there was a book called The Secret History of Twin Peaks, like Mark Booth's The Secret History of the World. You get the illustrated edition. It also goes by the name Jonathan Black. You have it. And so then you have, they made it, that's, yeah, a sacred history. No, the secret is, are you going to get the other one? You have the other one. Of course he has the other one. I have both too. Very cool. Yes, Jonathan Black and Mark Booth are the same guy, just like Sam Clemens and Mark Twain, who yes. never argue, never argue with a stupid person. They will only drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. This book, I mean, you could see, I don't even open it anymore because there's pages that are going to fall out. I love this book. I've read this book twice. It's the only book out of, out of 600 books, sadly, I'll admit, it's the only book I've read twice. It's a huge book. It's got so much in it. It's so important. All right, so Twin Peaks rolled that wave. And made the secret history of Twin Peaks. Right. And then came the show and then the final dossier. So I just wanted to give people like, that's how you listen or watch. I will be leading. If you want to join any, any of you are welcome to this in the fall. I will be leading a group of weirdos and the group can get as big as we wanted to. We will collectively, and this is magic. Yes, you figured it out. We will be collectively watching Twin Peaks as a huge group of freaking weirdo magician types all the way through. So we're going to be doing the first season, the second season, fire walk with me in all the order. And then the books, and then it will be like, what the hell did we just do? Because it will be like July by the time we're done, starting in November, basically. Mm. But yes, that'll be it. I will. And I will, I will give you more information in. as we go along. Oh, excellent. Yes. I thought so. Oh my God. So many people, this is good. This may turn into be like the biggest magician weirdo thing ever of Twin Peaks. It might be. And again, what better place to be propagating it right now than here. So yeah, Lynchman, I think, Ultimately, 
I mean, we are we are shadow beings and light beings. We are ultimately light beings that we have shadows that the the flesh and the this level casts, and it's much more complicated than I'm sure I'm even at the level to understand yet. But there are bad and good things. Twin Peaks, really good, really bad. I mean, talk about your fire station being on your pole ice. You got the fire and the pole ice in the same building. So, I mean, you got to have both, the red and the blue. I mean, it's all, it's just a propagation of energy. Nothing gets done if there's not a perfect union of complementary opposites. Just like that Jim Keenan guy is playing with his boob on the book cover or whatever he's doing. I can't tell. Anywho, so it's too fast for my own good sometimes. Listen, okay, this is what's happening. Basically, I think that Symes represents a real interdimensional character. Like she's a real, like, Laura Palmer type herself, right? Because, you know, I got the Cheryl Lee, Nathan Lee, you got the Palmer with the thing. We talked about that a little bit. So we're at the right lamp lighter in, so to speak. And above a convenience store, I have several times remember the occult meaning for that. That's a very deep thing in of itself. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. That actually has a thing going on with it. Like they lived above. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember. I think it's a theosophical thing or something. Mark Frost, of course, added just as much crazy David Lynch was the one who was able to kind of put it together. You have to look at what it looks like when Lynch is by himself doing his thing and what it looks like when he's doing a thing with Frost, and you'll see the influence instantly. And Frost is a par, par excellence, bar none genius. Like, respect to a fellow MF in his name. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I got I feel you. So anyways, the point is, is that what he can do with David Lynch's work is create one of the most important hypersages of all time where they're even talking about, I'm not going to get into the return since you haven't seen it. Simply to say, though, it definitely talks about like what happened with some of that more like cruelly related stuff like uh, Parsons and stuff, JPL, Jurassic Park, I mean, Jet Par Jack Parsons Lab. And so basically talking about them summoning in 1947, like, you know, with the atomic bombs, like this gets into like real, it's a fictionalized account of real magic. And again, I'm on the side of the White Lodge, like mm. absolutely aiming to heal this world. I just have to say that. Right. Yeah. And it is interesting how it all goes back to the nuclear tests at the Trinity site. I mean, we mentioned Michael Hoffman already in this conversation. So why not throw James Shelby Downard in there? Me and Mike Wan have talked a bunch about that on our show, Your Handbook for the Apocalypse, which can be found on the Susquehanna Alchemy RSS feed. Just go ahead and type in S-U-S-Q-U-E-H-A-N-N-A, Alchemy, on your RSS feed catcher. We didn't, but... we didn't have the we didn't have the branding team go over that one before we chose that. No, but again, Mike Mike gave me one of the nicest compliments. I'll let you can. Just, he's he he lit me my heart right up. And it was like the first few seconds of us talking. It was like we we it's like we like sniff sniff. Oh, friend. Okay. It was like he, he was like super sweet to me. And I I just want to reiterate how much that moment meant to me. Like that was one of the I, I just think it was one of the nicest compliments I've received. Well, much like yourself, Mike has a way with words. And I'm, I'm excited to have you on that show because, Mike, what's so cool about this show that we're going to be doing, we've already done about 29 episodes, just me and him. I'm You'd looking, be the third guest, hopefully. You want me as a third man. Oh, but the point I was trying to make is they're all a surprise. Like, I've never told Mike ahead of time who the guest is going to be. So, yeah, you can't tell him either. And I don't think he'll listen to this. So okay. it might not even be out by the time. So anyways, yes. The We're going to have you on that was show. a reference to, to Jack White, by the way, his third man. Mm. I, I knew no one would understand that I was referencing. So, because Jack White relates to Tenacious D, and they have a song called Lee, which they released on September 22nd on the YouTubes. And there's a song by Vic Chestnut, who no one knows. Do you know Vic Chestnut? Mm. 
he was actually in a wheelchair and I got to meet him and he signed my shirt when he played with Elf Power, who's amongst the Elephant Six Collective and down in Georgia, Athens, Georgia. That is Neutral Milk Hotel. That's Magnolia Collective. What is it? Magnolia? Oh my God, my brain. Anyways, the Olivia Tremor Control and other bands like that, Elf Power. Who's the one that I'm really, there's one, is it something Canada? What are they called? Of Montreal, I think is from there. So anyways, that's the, that's who he played with. Vic Chestnut has a song called Nathan on his bonus tracks to West of Rome, which I got it. It sounds super, something's going on West of Rome. That's knowledge there. Anyways, Nathan and then Tenacious well, you, Lee. So you're West, you're West of Rome on the parallel, in the parallel sense, right? You know, Mike's big on the 40th parallel. Well, the 41st parallel is where Rome is and and that's the border between Massachusetts and Connecticut at least the straightest part of it right that's the yep. 41st parallel and I'm almost certain that it probably intersects Boston just because Boston is kind of south of that you know how Massachusetts kind of spreads out when it oh, goes over Rhode Island attitude like wouldn't that west be the others the other yeah I always say longitude instead of latitude did I say longitude I don't even. You know, I meant latitude. Because you you started to talk about north and south, and I was like, mm. um, it's but the fucking point is, is that there's a song Nathan and a song Lee, and I'm gonna cover them both on a black, and I gotta get the cover rights from Tenacious D, which I I think magically will happen because the third man reference now. This is good. Mm. Tenacious D, that's interesting. The kid that, or my, I shouldn't call him a kid. My friend Jay, who I started this podcast with, who no longer co-hosts with me, his favorite band is Tenacious D. So look at that. And he's in a, he's a drummer in a band called Mighty Tortuga. And nice. I'm very much a part of the Turtle Island vibe, reconnecting with our Turtle Island that we're all standing on. But yeah, man. I, like Majora's Mask with the giant Turtle Island that you have to bring it to life. Mm, see, this is why we have you here, man. There's so many I connections. I'm, I'm glad I'm turtly <laughs> enough for the Turtle Club. I want to get like more out of you in the realm of music, but I'm like the worst person for that because I just like I'm not versed in music. Like my vocabulary is very poor. I know what type of music I like. I have favorite yeah. bands, but I'm not like a musicologist in the same way you are. I can tell you. <laughs> Oliver Sacks is a musicologist. I am a humble. Well, I am a humble freak. I'll tell you though, Dave. Shout out to my. Shout out to David DeAngelis who does all offer these awesome sessions you can do with him just like molly mccord david that's d-a-v-i-d-e is just an amazing person the long story short just like alex gray just uh, the long story short is that he actually paid me a nice compliment he said that i'm like one of the he just he really enjoys my presence and this guy is the guy who did the starman tarot who worked with david bowie for like years and years mm. I, things are actually happening like well, i am so excited i don't want to get into that because we're talking about david lynch we're talking about david bowie there's got to be a yeah. connection there too and i'm wondering you oh, know okay, maybe yeah go the for guy it. Who... minor spoiler the guy who voices you know how David Bowie was in Fire Walk with me? Mm -hmm. So that's Philip Jeffries, voiced by Nathan F. in The Return. <laughs> On that 311, three days after my 11th birthday, the same 11th birthday when Anima came out with a song that sings about 11 while I was 11. 11, 11 <laughs> fractal, fractal Achieve, Chariot Progressive. <laughs> what is it? Hold on. Look, give me one second. Chariot Progressive, Mandelbrot set is in motion. Echo Choir has been breached. We are fueling the ball. Okay, good. So the point is, is that three days, be three days after I turned 11, 
David Bowie releases an album called Outside, which is the best Bowie album. It's the song that's used in Lost Highway, and it's sung by a character named Nathan. And there's another character called Lee on on the album. Nathan and Lee on on Outside 311, 33 to my 11th birthday. Uh, yes, they're Bowie. The Bowie connection is there, and so is. What's going to happen next? And also, I am wearing this really great lipstick. Oh, my God. By the way, in a world where I am very afford, I am very pro-family, like MoFax, like a lot of sane people, I'm very pro-family. I'm an artist, and I rock. I look so good. So I'm not advocating people go crazy with all that stuff. I am breaking my own rule when it comes to that in a way. I'm oh, there's, there's, a, there's a way to do it, and you are rocking it. You are rocking it. And if you didn't tell us that you had that on, I wouldn't have noticed. I would have just assumed you had voluptuous, bold colored lips. I mean, I don't, I don't know any other way to describe it, but yeah, you, you're cultivating a rock star image. And I know at a recent no agenda meetup, somebody told you that you had rock star energy. I heard you say that on six of discs, but Oh my God. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God. Oh man. And the guy who was just at one of our recent no agenda meetups was born on David Bowie's birthday too. Um, Endless. I, no, the whole thing's happening. I mean, and actually I was talking with Adam this morning. I'm, I'm just very excited about all of this. Well, this is what happens when a Libra sun, Libra sun, Pisces rising, Pisces rising gets oh in God, the it's mix. Good. It's just the you moons that are different, brother. So like feedback loops are real. Dynamically positive feedback loops are the ones which I would advocate for our souls and our growth. Mm. I mean, you're going to find challenges anywhere you go. So right. give yourself the support you need to do what you need to do in this life. I want every single one of you listeners out there to have the best possible experience, life, life experience possible. But I want you to live your highest truth. I want you to bring what you came here to and I want you to be able to do that at the maximum efficacy efficacy that you can. And I wish for my role to be a lubricant, to be a, a vitamin, to be a benefactor for you to do so. I aim to protect, nourish, and help, and aim to aid you on your way. That's where I'm coming from. I hear Apparently that. I need to poke poke my temple to get the words. Is it there now? Well, let's get I, into astrology because you've buddy. you've yeah. you've mentioned several different things about astrology throughout our conversation, and I'm. I'll admit it. I'm not afraid to admit where I'm, you know, short. I'm kind of short on astrology. I, I, I'm familiar with the terms to some degree, but my understanding is foggy. And I'm really grateful that I have a, a show with Michael Wan because he's helped me understand that much more than I ever have. And my girlfriend as well is very intuitive with that. And she's also helped me ground my understanding more consistently. But I have my... You know, chart here. Mike made this for me. Different astrology, Mike and I. Oh yeah, you yeah. you use the you use the not the sidereal, right? Tropical, yeah. Right. See, I I do like the Indians. I I'm. A, are we back on yet? Yeah. Okay. There was a certain point where we jumped back on. I, I bet it's that question. I I think I could tell. I felt I felt the transition point. My teacher is Austin Kopic. I have I'm in year three with him right now. This will be the last year I do. I'm gonna run as far away as I can out. No, I'm just kidding. Love my class. It's really just a great class. It's awesome. I love it. It's great. It's really okay. I'm learning a lot. I, because I am working with Molly McCord as well as Austin and as well as other books that I just read. Like I got Austin 36 faces to hand. I have a copy of that. I think it is a, it's a fine book. I didn't know it was missing one of the definitions for Mars until, so it's like, 
36 or 35.775 faces. It's missing one planet, I think. I didn't realize that. It's like in it's Mar isn't it's in a Mars place too. But also I learn a lot from just other books that I read. So I'm I'm always learning astrology, but mostly Molly McCord. I listen to her podcasts, which is like a weather report. It just makes me want to talk about tools, watch the weather change, being the same message as the tempest must be just that. But anyways, the point is is that when you have you know, whole sign houses versus partial sign houses. Everyone, there's a lot of different ways. And there's people who think that Aquarius can be ruled by Uranus, Pluto rules, Scorpio, Neptune ruling Pisces. There's all sorts of different ways. I even have a Rosicrucian astrology book over here. It's just a lot of different. And, you know, I'm reading the Mathesis right now by, by Firmicus Maternus. And uh, if you don't get the hardcover copy of by Firmicus, what the fuck are you doing? So anyways, <laughs> I got the hardcover. And he talks about like Saturn in the ninth house being long-haired philosophers and stuff. Manson and I are a good example of two charts to compare. That's uh, Brian Warner, the Capricorn, known as Molly Manson. What's Marilyn Mumu? I forget his, I forget her, its name. I'm just fucking throwing shade. That guy, fucking crazy person. I don't know. I probably like him. Maybe not. Maybe not. I've heard he's not aged well. He looks very gross now compared to what he, I mean, how gross he used to look. <laughs> so you stop using the adrenochrome, you know, it just mm, comes right out of you. Right. Yeah. So anyways, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so anyways, the point is, is that, what was I talking about? He's got Saturn in the ninth house, but he's a nocturnal chart. I'm a diurnal chart. I'm, like I said, born on Hobbit day in the year of our Lord Orwell, which is right before the evening comes. So it's a daytime chart. You're either before or after, you know, so that's, that's one factor of astrology that's worth knowing. Are you born before or after the sun goes down? And that makes sure it's a night chart or a day chart, depending if you're a night chart or a day chart, then certain half of the planets will become empowered over the other ones. I bet you would figure that the moon would be stronger in a night chart than a day chart, of course. So free people who are born in the day chart, their moon's going to be debilitated in a sense, you know, as far as like an overall efficaciousness compared to a day chart, just as a general rule. Also depends on a lot of other things, but it's learning a really complicated archetypal power watch that impels, but not compels. These are options and likely you're going to find like, I mean, like it's tied over to what CERN's trying to do, like according to Gigi Young is to affect the black sun, which is the womb center of the earth. Oh man, she gets deep. Like you want the real stuff. I'll give you the elites. I'm, I, like I said, I only stay with the best. I have no agenda for the real world because they make fun of it. And then Gigi Young for that stuff. And Dr. Joe Farrell's cool for some stuff too. Like Dr. Jones especially. But uh, long story short, the black hole or the black sun womb at the center of the earth is known as the black sun. It's a womb and that's what CERN's trying to recreate. And that is also related to the atomic bomb testing and bringing in entities into this realm. So again, we are entities brought into this realm that are colored by the archetypes of the Zodiac. There's no Ophiuchus 13 necessarily speaking, in my opinion, that's just, again, you hear all sorts of different astrologers out there, sidereal, there's Vedic. So I'm just learning what works for me for now until further. I love whole house. Molly would not have that, but Austin has nothing to do with the Uranus being uh, the ruler of Aquarius. So you see there's different, you know, got your different Episcopalian Methodist, boop a doop doop. Right. Well, and thank you for clarifying, because there are so many systems of astrology. It almost feels like it's purposeful like they're trying to obscure it or maybe it's more like you know people understand what's going on and they want to adapt it it's an art everybody adds their own style to it and passes that particular style down but when it comes to astrology you know walk us through how it affects your daily life i mean when you're 
Okay. Because because I've I've had a couple different conversations actually recently about this topic. I had a, a woman on Andra Visan who talks about the Mayan dream spell calendar, and one of the things that we talked about was how you should use it reflectively rather than like a weather report. Like instead of right knowing what's coming, try to understand what has happened to you on previous occasions where that sign or that force was present, whatever the astronomical weather is that day or that week, you know, it, it should be used rather in hindsight more effectively than like to, to predict things coming. But would you agree or disagree with that? <laughs> Miguel asked Ivan Stein recently of, you know, Phrase Bob's sub genius, who I got to do the Mike Bob once fun. He did that. I was like, anyways, you know that far. You've seen that one. Yeah, he did that. It's a great thing. You got to look and watch the clip on the AB Life. But it's about humor. What we're saying, it should do what it's meant to do. And that's why I brought that reference up. What was, what was your question? About how you integrate astrology into your daily life. There's the reason I brought up the, uh, the thing with the mind impels, does not compel. Oh, yeah. Well, w do you use it reflectively? Do you use it to predict what you're going to be doing? Or rather, in hindsight is the word I used. No, I know, I know. And I started to go on something that was tied into this. With Bob Dobbs and Ivan Stangs. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's about humor. It's about laughing. All right, are we recording? Uh, okay, you can edit that. All right, three. So Ivan Stang actually talks about in response to Miguel's question, he says, Miguel says, so Ivan, what should humor do? And Ivan goes, it should be funny. And so my whole point about this is that we don't want to overcomplicate that. I mean, Ivan himself is August 21st, which is Leo, as far as I can tell, he's a Leo. But no, that's not what I brought it up for. And I, it just, it completely escaped me because I'll just focus on the, once you said the astrology thing, it was like, nope, not going to So <laughs> I'm going to focus on this and say okay. that I'm a Leo moon. For me, my daily existence, my internal feelings is always going to be linked to what the sun's doing, which is the thing that's always really changing. Cancer moons and Leo moons are very unique in that way. Mercury is not too far, but it's, you know, because it's either a Gemini moon or a Virgo moon. Oof, Virgo moon. Anyway, anyways, it's just personal experience. Anyways, definitely, definitely as a Leo moon. And I, I need to remember why I brought up that bald thing is about. It's going to bother the fuck out of me. It's absolutely going to drive Ironically, two weeks ago at a band practice when I was singing Red Hot Chili Peppers' the Other Side, which thinks Stranger Things, a stranger thing could never change my mind. So you, on the, you take it on the other side. So put that out there. But the, basically, I fucking lost my thought on a thing about the subgeniuses. Like I, I was like going into a rage because I could not remember my point about like, well, that is Discordian in a sense, so there's some different things. <laughs> Subgeniuses and Discordians are well, widely mis wide completed. Mm. But Discordians do the whole Hail Eris. They had Adam Curtis make that whole Can't Get You Out of My Mind or Head documentary mm. where Greg Hill and Kerry Thornley. That's Discordianism with Malaclipsy Younger. I have that over there by Steve Jackson Games. But then there's also the thing that Ivan Stain did mm. with the subgeniuses in a perfect circle in Douglas Adams related So Long Thanks for the Fish video has a Bob Dobbs character. And we know that on SpongeBob, it's not Bob Dobbs because it spits the pipe out and Bob Dobbs never spits the pipe out. <laughs> Anyways, so those are two different things. I think I, I'm okay. glad I could clear that up. No, thank you for clearing that up. And I'm sure Ivan 
cleared that up too because I thought I asked him about that. But okay. But thank you. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I just felt like I just felt like doing it because I used to make the same error. So I'm just saving you from my own experience. Astrology. I feel the moon on. I asked Austin this the other day in class. I said, "So, you know, blah blah." Your example that it's private, blah blah blah. But my my example, if in the same logic, if my moon is connected to the sun, the sun changes obviously diurnally, like every degree a day, it's going to go by. Does that change? Like, do my emotions rely on where the sun is? And his answer was like, he reflected. And then he was like, and dude, you wouldn't even believe like the level of connection. Like I, that dude and I have some weird, like he did not control himself sometimes. It's funny. And I'm not doing a thing. I'm just still Pisces fucking nose. Anyways. So I'm going to have to grab a, a power cord in a second. But anyways, so I asked him, I said, I says to Mabel, I says, Simpsons reference, right? I says to Mabel, I says, is the moon going to be affected in my eternal landscape over the course of, and he basically said that it's going to be like related to what the energy of the sun is each day, which is like a main instrument in this gazai. So I was like, okay. And I'm wondering like, am I going through like Gemini-ish moon-ish feelings? And then will I be going through the, it's something that's, it's hard to, I'm going to have to master the rest of my chart as well. And shout out to Kat Rose Nelligan, who was on Aeon Bite. But, uh, and by the way, since like Six of Swords, notice how I didn't say Six of Swords. It's because I didn't think of Aeon Bite. I'm, I am now the third member of Aeon Bite after Miguel. Yeah, I'm the third monkey. You know, Miguel is the, uh, obviously, OG, Vance, the moon dog. And I somehow was adopted over the past year or so into the family. So I'm the third. So I didn't mention his because it's just, you know, it's a show that I'm kind of related to. But I hey, love that. The occult fan will be on more often. Are you saying that? Because I, I noticed I you were on with Steven Snyder, but I wasn't sure if that was because you were working with Steven Snyder on that or, but I guess that was because Miguel had you there as a third wheel. I love that. I think that'd be perfect. Well, fourth wheel rather, but that's how you get a car to run with four wheels. It was because I was a speaker. Well, yeah, you did talk a lot. I remember you told me, you said, Hey, check this interview out. And I did. And I told you, I'm like, yeah, but Steve is talking the whole first 40 minutes, right? That, that one. No, I was, the reason I was even on that one with him. Yes. That episode. Mm -hmm. And that's like, there's energy there. Someone just from my astrology class actually just hit me up because of that. So it's weird over tie. <laughs> so much for keeping this secret. Anyways. <laughs> Womp. So the point, womp, womp, as if I care. So as if I care. So the point is, is that I was there because I was a speaker. I didn't even get my own freaking thing, but I was, I, I got an attendant. Was it Gnostic attendee? I was a speaker at the Cancun, the Astronosis Conference. Gigi Young had to bail out. So that like leveled my shit the fuck up. I am equal with Steven, with Chris Knowles, with Gordon White. I am on the same level. This happened this year. And S.G.G. Young, who would have been on that stage, and Sarah as well, and Lawrence Galleon, and Sid, Dr. Sid Roth, and well, Moondog. So, I mean, like all those people. It's like I got elevated this year, and it's going to keep happening. My north node is at 29 degrees Taurus on the Pleiades. 
By the way, just for everyone, since I'm dropping edificationary knowledge, you're going to want to know about the Pleiades, Sirius, and Arcturus. Please understand the White Lodge is helping. So the point is, is that I was down there. I was on stage and like this whole thing with my life is starting to like spiral up and elevate. It helps that I'm sober from alcohol for sure. I cannot promise that I'll be able to abstain from that once the whole rock star thing starts happening. Uh, there's a lot of that like there's a whole lot of that stuff going on with a star is born with bradley cooper but like i'd be the lady gaga character in that not the bradley cooper because i'm the up-and-comer anyways that's enough of all of that i'm <laughs> suffice to saying that i'm really looking forward to even further advancement and then hopefully using it appropriately because hell hath no fury like a white lodge scorned so i better <laughs> i they will destroy me if I don't be, there's so many forces out there. I'm in this up, I am way, the song I'm singing right now, because now, because Wu-Tang, Protect Your Neck, sings about Tevin Campbell. I'll, I'll bring this back around to astrology. Basically, Protect Your Neck, right? They're talking about, you be saying goodbye like Tevin Campbell. And suddenly, like, my buddy Brandon, who was on the Do Agenda, the one who tried to pass himself off as Mo to, to Adam, that's Brandon from our Red 33. We saw Primus together for my birthday. He's the tits. Anyway, so Brandon is, like, saying, hey, in the morning, Nathan Stone to me this morning, but uh, that's the Adam Curry character. But uh, he says to me, what up? You know, and he says, this picture it's like literally them talking about tevin campbell but the reason i brought this all up because tevin campbell again is part of that movie uh by disney a goofy movie which everyone loves and apparently it was in licorice pizza name dropped like the best movie ever i haven't seen that but it's a paul thomas anderson film like oh there will be blood and etc with johnny Gra of radiohead and such and when i saw tom york on lsd when i was in 2006 at bonnaroo i sang all the lyrics to all the songs and uh, that even the ones that didn't come out from in rainbows and uh, that was 2006, and that was released on basically my Freemasonic birthday. So that's a whole other thing. That's the seventh album. So anyways, I'm singing Stand Out, and one of the lyrics is, I'm in over my head. What is it? I, 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 it's like better when I'm like in the flow of doing it. It's like, I'm under a spell, I'm in over my head, and you know I'm going all of the way to the end. So those, like, that's where I'm at. Uh, that's that's a trigger. That's that we're not going to use MK Ultra because I am positive MK Ultra. I don't know how else to say that. It's not even use those words. Like Mortal Kombat MK. Did anyone not notice that? Anyways, so the point is, is that it's a positive. But it's like those those kind of things for me. Like I can tell that song was what like needed to be done. And then there's all this stuff happening now and. It's again, like my singing teacher's birthday is the same as the guy who wrote the book better Nate than ever that Disney did while I'm going on stage and killing it. And someone who was there, I'll say this one other attendee floated the idea of me being basically like this David Bowie or breakfast on Pluto type character that has to, he wants to do a rock opera with me, this filmographer that saw me on stage. And it's about me choosing either the light side or the dark side. I, I wonder if my Libra brother over across my other microphone here understands exactly what the fuck I'm saying. But yes, the light side and the dark side, he wants me to do this whole thing. I'm like, man, there's there's so much. And if I can pull that off good, basically one of the little vignettes would be like my dark side ripping out of me and like me chastising it like hardcore, like a badass samurai and like trying to like reinfect it with the light or something mm. like that. Anywho, just a bunch of cool shit we'll do. And I'm I'm super intense. So it's going to be great. I think I think you're you're what is it? It was sort of like an intention that you set with me for the show of this being the most intense podcast I've ever done. We've hit that marker. We hit that marker about an hour ago, but I, I love it. I think, you know, whether or not we get back to astrology or not, What's astrology. the points no, that let were... Let me get my power plug so I can yeah. keep it longer. Take your time. We will. 
honestly, it's your show. Redirect me. Re yeah. I want, I want well, to serve you in your purposes. Yeah. That, and I, I am, you know, sharpening my steel against your steel in that way. So I appreciate the challenge as a truck drives by. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the steel thing too. I was thinking of using the name Nathan Steel this morning. Ah. Uh, got the in it. Right. It's like Lee Street. Plus ST, the only difference between my last name and Reeves, right? Steve's, Reeves, ST, Saint. This is a thing. Saint, this is a thing. Yeah. And I mean, like, I could tell you about the UFOs too, but uh, hold on. Go get, get that cord. <laughs> yeah, we need that, right? Oh my God, Macintosh. Yeah, I absolutely refuse to use a PC. I am I'm an Android phone user, but a Macintosh for my computers. I just I refuse anything else. Someone literally gave me a computer and I refused it. Because it wasn't a Macintosh? Yeah, it's it's really I just know myself. Like I'm not allowed to enter the state of Iowa until twenty until twenty twenty four. I don't know why, but my soul tells me that. And if I go to Iowa before that, I'm fucked. Well, that is a, a sacred space on the Mississippi River there. Well, it's also a bullet train to Iowa, which is a Pussifer song talking about, well, you can you can use your, I, I, I have my own interpretation. So anyways, yeah, made that clear. But he's, is that a cat? Are you petting a cat or a, no, that's just a flower. It's a feather moving around. I love animals. I just got excited. That's all. No, I wish I had animals. No, I had, I used to have a cat, but, but she passed away and now I'm in an apartment where no pets are allowed. So <laughs> do you have a Russian landlord that almost sound a little Russian? No, my, my landlord is like a really cool Italian guy. He's like, Hey Mark, you know, he's like old school. <laughs> yeah, we got that. We got one of those. We have a land manager. It's not a landlord. He's a land manager. Mm. The landlord lives somewhere else. Mm, it's like that. Lord. Oh, the reason. The reason I large, the reason I brought up the land large, you know. So the reason actually we saw Primus on his birthday. He's a Libra too. Anyways, it's crazy up in here. So the point is, is that oh fuck, where was I gonna go with that? Not the Libra, the landlord. Yeah, I got Lord Master of the Jar. A Cat Rose Nelligan has this wonderful book about knowing your personal daemon, uh, knowing your. It's 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 more modern astrology, meaning like new age year. See, we're doing the astrology. Look, at, I told you, I get the fuck back. Master and Commander, bitches. And so she's talking about the ruler of your chart and the master of your chart. And there's different ways that you can do this, but this helps you derive like basically knowing what planetary energy is going to be driving your life versus who's going to like the main thrusting energy versus what energy will be like, I guess, kind of like being the blueprint for that. I, I'm not entirely, entirely clear on how this all breaks out. And it's confusing because people are not sure which one's the Lord and which one's the master. Even her texts, she talks about like there's confusion of who's who. We have determined, and it's very interesting. Jupiter and Mercury are the only two planets that you'll find ruling mutable signs. Here's a shortcut. Virgo and Gemini are Mercury, Spazitarius and Pisces. I know the, I know the Pisces throw fits, but up, up. Pisces are all mutable. Jupiter and Pisces and Sagittarius, and of course, a Virgo is. So all of your mutables are those two planets. That's my Lord and Master of my chart. Jupiter after Mercury. 
So I am primarily a mercurial figure. In fact, I was going to type something about being a mercurial figure to a friend in my astrology class. Basically, she, and then I looked up her Instagram. She's like, something about she's a mercurial. I'm like, okay, fine. So my Mercury's happening. My Jupiter's happening. It's a benefic communicator. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. A benefic artist, rock star communicator who will use his rock music and other dancing formulas to have sacred sounds be permeating throughout the entire world so that those who join who those who choose to join in a free will will be like permaculture people like stoner people like really great like freemasons and rosicrucians like upward spiraling people who artists like secure good people so yeah anyways that's what i that's what i was that's what i'm here to do but now let's so what's this i want to switch gears a little Ah, bit orleans because I'm not equipped yet to handle your astrognosis that you're dropping on me. I'll admit it. Okay. <laughs> but temple. Right. And you are a initiated man and we are connected, whether you know it or not, through the Arcadian lay. You see this ley line here that goes from Mexico City, New Orleans, Atlanta, Georgia, Washington, D.C., oh New York City, Boston, and in between New York City and Boston, my hometown, which is two towns away from New Haven, Connecticut. I don't need to disclose my actual location. I got to preserve what <laughs> privacy I have left. But but anyways, yeah, so we're kind of connected on this Arcadian lay. I'm kind of spinning through Peter Shampoo's PDF that I recently bought from him. He was named Peter Shampoo is his name. Yes, it's spelled yes. the French way. That's such an interesting name. Well, it's it interesting. Of, well, let me say it just makes me think of, I'll say Miyazaki's film, Lupin the Third, and that's it. It's just the cattle Caglio. Let me blow your mind, brother. Peter Shampoo's whole thing is taking ley lines, which are mo- multi, like one dimensional, and turning them into three and multi dimensional objects by integrating, you know, sacred geometry. And, and he considers like instead of ley lines, he creates like earth matrixes and his last name is like shampoo bubbles right so he makes like these bubbles right but also also shampoo is french for rock of the field or stone of the field and a lot of his work centers around these stone alignments as well is he is he is he a brother mason do you know is he is he a freemason he actually he's a stonemason but i don't think he's a freemason no i asked him or stone me yeah he's a legit stonemason i'd love to know what he thinks about the john jim james allen egan and the the tower down there Mm. uh, that john d architect did is that the newport tower you're talking about on the flag yes sir check this out it's actually included in this pdf that's why i wanted to bring it up because so Real brief. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just, I'm sorry. I, this has got to come through. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I have been trying to find a way to say this and like, an, no, no, stay where you are, whatever. Just Monus hieroglypha. You know what I have Monus What is Monus rearranged? What's the word Monus rearranged? Summon. Mason. Mason. I can't believe no one's, that's the, that's a revelation right now. I mean, I, I've been, I've been sitting on that. I've been, I've been saying that, but like, I can't believe how no one has noticed this and it's extremely relevant. <laughs> it is. I just did my, I just did my like preacher thing. Yeah. No, I hear you brother. So, all right. So Peter's PDF is a little all over the place. So I don't want to get too bogged down on it. The reason this is specific, why I'm trying to bring it up. Is it, are we going to find Jared, Jennifer Symes was like executed on one of these lines? 
Oh man, no, actually, we'd I'm sure calling them. We'd have to call them sign lines. Well, sign she lines. she was killed in that car accident on Quanga Boulevard, which is near the Hollywood Bowl, and I know that there's definitely ley lines over there too. But no, not right now. We're not going there yet. So I was wondering if I was like, okay, go ahead. That's all right. So I have been researching skull and bones because it's a local local thing you know new haven connecticut is where they I ask you do you know do you know about how, i'm sorry i'm jumping tell off, me sorry. tell me no just like it's 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 partially diogenes right but it's also aristotle i'm so glad that you said diogenes i thought it was demosthenes but maybe it's diogenes oh, it demosthenes oh my yeah. god am i getting it wrong no oh, the I, point is it's it's a d one but it's also aristotle and that's not usually brought up thank you yeah i think graham from the grimerica show when i was speaking to him and darren about skull and bones he had another take on 322 that i hadn't heard anywhere else but you're okay. saying Aristotle is is well, also significant? One. No, tell I me. I'd love to know. It's obviously the spring equinox as well. Right. What was Graham's or Darren's? Because those the good people too. I'd say they're up there with higher side chats. They're they're good. Legit. Yeah. No, they've been on my show several times. Really cool dudes. But yeah, yeah I, no. I funded them for a year. I think my name's in their studio. They they told me they put my name in their studio when they were doing that promotion. So, <laughs> right on. I well, spell it right. Well, yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head what Graham added to it. But, yeah, I was just bringing that up to say that I've heard many different interpretations, and I'm open to all of them because I don't know for sure. The one that I've always gravitated towards was that they were established in 1832, and they're the second chapter of a German organization. So three, two, two. But, right. But we have Can the- I also say they're also, like, if there was going to be an opposition to three, two, two, Using the same logic as the 4th of July and, you know, that day, wouldn't September 22nd be their enemy? I would say so, brother, and that's why I have you here talking about this. So this is where Peter kind of comes into the equation, right? I'm researching skull and bones. You're blowing my mind right now. it's It's something that I wanted to just have my take on because I have a mentor who lives in New Haven who's added a shed a lot of light on this subject for me personally uh, I've spoken about him a bunch on this show but Peter Michael Wan suggested that I look into Peter shampoo's work I bought his book I emailed him I was probably the first person in this podcast community to ever have Peter on their show so Pat on the back for that. And then the second time there's still big finds, right? Still big. And it's so amazing that, that he hadn't been interviewed before, but the second time I interviewed him, I brought up new Haven and what I'd been looking at. And then sometime after that, he released this PDF breaking down the symmetry, geometry, and energetic significance of new Haven. And as you can see, brother, look at this, we're on the Arcadian lay Boom, right there. Boston and my hometown is right around there where the Arcadian lay meets the shore. Bro, 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 this is freaking me out. But first of all, you see Arkham Asylum up there, right? Right, right. This is what he calls it, the Arkham Matrix. Okay, because, oh my God. Okay, wait, get, oh my God, this is huge. This is, no, this good on you, sir. I needed you here for this. And yes. Holy shit. But that's. Hold on, hold on. Gloucester, Salem. You know that I'm a descendant of one of the this is big. I'm feeling history and space rippling because when they cra- when they alleged 
the bombs were in the the the, the world trade. Yeah, that was bombings, not like planes. You don't fucking that's not real. But anyway, so when you crash a plane into it, they were crashing time into space, basically, or uh, basically space into time is what they were doing with that spell. I can't say more than that. I, I just don't want to care for the plaque. But basically, that's what that was. But anyway, so this is relational to the space time grid. There's this, this is the same magic that I'm talking about. Yeah, brother. Yeah, and look at this too. The First Nations ley line, what Peter calls the First Nations ley line, goes through Boston all the way across to Hawaii. And then, yeah, we have this Newport arrangement where I've heard you talk about John D planning this. And here's oh the God. Newport Tower right there with the, the Newport. Good night. Ah, you know about no, this dude, guy? Yo, 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 I'll hook you guys up. No, this is this is the beginning of this. <laughs> this is the beginning. This is the day one here. Well, if you wish, I'm... I am, no, I'm, I agree, brother. We normally don't go this long on this show, but you are a special guest. <laughs> oh my God, that's how you, I just want everyone out there to know, that's how you talk to a Leo Moon. I will now protect and do anything to you. Now, this is how you win me over. Anyways, so listen, this is all, yeah, just praise me. Anyways, listen. There's a guy out there who does all of this wicked deep. He's broken it down. Brothers of mine read his novels. Like they're like, like he's got a 13 book series. So I'm just saying like, I just discovered that guy in this. I can't wait to connect him with this. Michael Wan too. Like all of it. And that's, and that's what I'm so grateful for as well of all the other things is that I had a feeling that you and I are sort of in the same synthesis position and that might not be our entire purpose, but right now that is part of the purpose you and I are serving on the planet is absorbing this information and synthesizing it for the, the audience that is very much a part of this too. Cause I'll tell you what, there are so many people who reach out to this show and say, Hey, I found all these cool alignments and arrangements and the mystical yeah. toponymy of my hometown and they're all mapping it out. And I'm like, we need yeah. to do a series on this. We need to do like, an esoteric Ros like, yeah. Breakdown, um, but go ahead. Okay. Well, that like Ros Ben did with Michael Wan. That was right. amazing. But here's the thing. Like we are them. I wanted to, when we talk about they, mm -hmm. there's no, they, there are people who currently have power. There are people who have tapped into dark vampiric things. Those people will always be destroyed. Do not doubt the power of the upward spiral. Do not doubt the power of the good or the light. Right. So all I'm saying is we are they. We are they. We need to It's not what, be aware of how people are fucking shit up. Like be focused on all the great people out there who are like Jane away and people who are doing permaculture stuff. Peace on Bill Mollison's name. Talking about people who are making the real creation, who are creating. You got to focus and realize you're a focus. Where your focus goes is the whole manifestation. I'm talking to the audience as much as anyone. The idea is that we are the manifestors on this realm. We can critically overtip the mass of the consciousness. And the things that we're seeing here on this page are a vital tool in our ability to raise the vibration and ultimately the evolution of this place. And mark my words, it will not be easy. There are the gray downward spiralers. There are people who are archonic vampires, child traffickers. Okay, we need to realize that that problem eventually mostly extinguishes itself. We also must be warriors of the light. There is no mistaking this. Choose the right side. Your soul will thank you because when we rejoin the God, that's the ultimate. Dr. Sid Rob, that's what I'll say. Anyways, 
I believe that these are the tools that we will use to amplify. Like, that's what I'll say right now. I'm with you. That's why I grabbed my selenite, one of the highest vibration crystals in existence, because this is, this is, and to connect it to the dream spell, we are white world bridgers as Libras. I, I think it might be more complicated. You'd have to look into that yourself to find out, but I know I'm a white world bridger. And if that's true for every Libra, then we're white world bridgers, brother. And I think that's exactly what we're talking about with this synthesis thing. We're bridging all of these interconnected points of view that did not have the interconnection until somebody stood far back enough from the painting to behold. Because unfortunately, our position with entertainment, the way they've conditioned us, we get fixated on like the the fine details sometimes. And it you need to like push up against it, feel what it is and get yourself back from the painting to really fully behold that perspective. But are you a fan of Salvador Dali? Of course. It's interesting that they have that image generator named Dali uh, after Salvador Dali. And the yeah, there's a whole bunch of rabbit holes in that lane that we can go down. He has the painting of uh, Gala that's in the painting of uh, Abraham Lincoln. And when you step back, you can actually see the different painting. Ah, yeah, dude, that is so weird. Okay, we're talking about steel, right? Today, I was working like an odd job for a guy who owns a steel company and he has that exact piece of art in his house. Oh, come on, dude. That's awesome. Because I was thinking Nathan Stone and Nathan Explosion from Metalocalypse. Mm. What about Nathan Steel? That's what I was going with that. That's crazy. Of course he has that. The dollar, that's the point. Yeah, you have to back away and you can see it. It's a vector thing. It's perfect. Boom. Wow. Shout out to Rob B who, who listens to the show, supports the show, brought me That's to awesome. get that odd job. But hey, Rob, Rob B should check out the work of Jim Woodring. It's a surrealist com. Uh, everyone should. He did the prank comics. He's a Libra too. Rob B is also a stonemason to bring it back to Peter Shampoo. That's another odd job I was doing lately. But yeah, I feel like this image excited you. And we yeah. didn't quite cover why this right here was that what you're talking about the night well, here? That's the Westford. That's a Westford night in Massachusetts. That's that's not far from here. And this um, is this is like a hieroglyph they found. Yes, yes, and it's it shows like the the Madoc or the Welsh. Uh, it showed that there was definitely at least uh, pre. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, pre Columbian. Yeah, I know. I couldn't do it. I just. I, <laughs> why does Colombian sound so bad? It's like, oh wow, that's how bad. Well, it is. District of Columbia, right? <laughs> the the the, the, lie, the deceiving the deceivers the deceivers. Never heard it that way. Boom. I yeah. know, that was that was that was a, that was I was proud of that one. I was smelling my own aura. <laughs> well, we just talked to Rick Osmond. It's funny. There's no way you could know this because the episode's coming out tomorrow. But Rick Osmond broke down that whole Prince Maddox story. And I hadn't heard about that until you, you know, until I talked to Rick and you just pulled that out. Yeah, but I don't go to Massachusetts that often. So maybe I'm not as much of a New Englander as you. No, so no, no, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing to do with that. But I would be interested in what like Rob and what these other guys like that are interested in history would know about the 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 Lexington battle because like mm. I want to make it clear, father's side and this is where I'm. This is where I'm a quarter Jewish, and I gave away my whole foreskin for nothing. <laughs> I'm not even the right side of the bloodline. A bastard of a bastard of a bastard. But the point is, the point is, my father's side, the the Jewish side, my father's side has the bloodline from Jonathan Harrington, 
And my mother's side has the bloodline from Susanna Martin. So you have witch blood genealogy with patriot blood genealogy, finger quotes all the way. But so you see that kind of makes sense with where I'm at, like revolutionary magician, magician, magi, magician. I don't know. Right. Just throwing it out there. Right. I think the pieces fit. <laughs> what you have just shared with me is incredible. Well, I, I get the feeling we'll wrap this up in the next like, 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Like, holy, I mean, I am, I hope, I, if you really need more of my time, I will make it happen. But I do have a jam session coming up. Yeah, I don't want to stress your time. You've already been so kind. We normally don't go three hours, and I didn't notice it's been that long because I'm looking at the mixer here. We started 20 minutes after four at 420. I don't know what the significance is there, but this is probably one of the longer episodes yet. I had a, a equally long episode with Chris Knowles. 14 episodes into the journey of this podcast. That was kind of like my favorite episode in the early days. We got Chris Knowles way too soon. Probably weren't prepared at that point. But he's been back since episode 133. And here you are, Nathan yeah, Lee Boston. Miller Foster. Yes, he's we're also Bostonian. a Bostonian. <laughs> with the Boston, there's another one that I, I can't remember right now. That I, I call this the Boston Three or something. I can't remember the other one. So I'll figure it out one day. So we've but been I'll... we've been all over the place, Nate. And I want to take this opportunity, A, to thank you for your time. B to tell you you'll be back soon because this is fun. We gotta keep doing stuff like this. Maybe we'll figure out a way to to work it into the show. Who knows? Whatever. I don't want to ask too much. I could do that sometimes. But you're definitely gonna be on your handbook for the apocalypse. We'll set that up. But we gave the audience so much to work with. If you could sum everything we talked about today into a few sentences and maybe give somebody some advice if their family thinks they're crazy, that would be great. Maybe that would just go with the second part of that question. And I don't want to ask you to try to sum up what we just Three talked words. about. Three I'll words. do it. <laughs> Three words. Do more drugs. Anyways, no, I, I just, I couldn't stop it. I just, I, I had to, yeah, man. Okay. Here's the real, because I'll, I'll, I'll quote what I said. That was a really good positive, like truth, truth injection at Cosm to bring that around because I really, I'm firm. My, 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 my aims in this world are thrice. It is the holy gift. It is rock star. And it's to be a really great dad and husband. I can't wait to be a really, I, I love my future family. I take that very seriously. I know I'm, I'm very outlandish looking and whatever, all that stuff, but at my core, I, I am still a family orientated person. So I would say that like, we are eternal. All of this pain is an illusion. There are consequences to your actions. Please reflect on how you're making other people feel. You are divine. And I really hope the best for all of you. I hope that whatever you need, you hear in that when you, when you see that these are the people you want to be with in, in this life, let's, let's find each other and make the good things happen when, when they need to, you know, we, we all have our radical individuality and individuality and no, no two will ever agree uh, as Winston Churchill said. And uh, if you want to, if you ever want a great injection of great, positive, courageous quotes to kill coward, you'll like JP Sears is a great comedian. Uh, respect on him and RFK for doing that. Uh, defeat the mandates in, um, in Washington, DC. I was, I, I, I watched the whole thing live. Go to my website, occultfan.com. It has a donate button. That's my adult side, but it's always value for value. And you can get into that later. Truthfully, look at all the quotes that I have and you'll find one that's going to resonate with you. Even Helen Keller herself said that safety is a superstition. It does not exist in nature. If Helen Keller's being a not bitch, shit up, Sonny Jim. It ain't that bad. 
That's what I got to say. Nathan Lee Miller Foster, musician, researcher, podcaster, and synchromystic. It's been a pleasure talking to you, brother. And for everyone listening, please go support the occult fan in all the places. Go support his band, Nathan Lee. <laughs> Nathan Lee in his deep state. There we go. I knew that's what it was. How come I stopped myself? I'll edit that out. It'll sound way smarter. And everyone listening, have a great moment wherever you are in the now. Ooh, wow. Thank you for sticking around, folks. What a conversation with Nathan Lee Miller Foster, quickly becoming a new podcast friend of mine. And, you know, hey, this is the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. So sometimes we're going to go into some avenues that are, quite frankly, pretty crazy. We went down a lot of crazy avenues today. But the way Nathan Lee puts it together sometimes is so fast it's hard to keep up so i wouldn't blame you if you need to take notes for this one or maybe even hit the uh slow button on the podcast did you know you can do that you can change the speed that you listen to on the podcast so if you're in a rush you could turn the this playback speed up a little bit or you can turn it down a little bit so who knows, this one seems like the type that you might want to kick it at uh, 0.75%. Who knows? Different strokes for different folks. As for me, it's real late over here. And I've been putting a lot of plugs out there because, quite frankly, I really need it. I need your help, folks. Help me out. My car is busted. Transmission busted. And I am a long way away from fixing it. And although my girlfriend has a car, it's sort of older. And uh, yeah, either way, we'd like to make the trip down to Lancaster. We'd like to make the trip down to, of course, New Jersey this weekend to see Sam Tripoli. Uh, So please, folks, help me out. Send us a donation. I'm putting out three episodes this week that's right three episodes full length episodes this week so support the show the my family thinks i'm crazy podcast is growing and growing we are number 14 in the philosophy genre so thank you for listening everybody i could see that people are voraciously going through and binging old episodes and that is so cool shout out to everybody and i actually just found out that chartable tells me the cities that you guys are listening from so shout out to all our friends in colonial heights virginia 2.6 for 2.65 percent of the audience is listening from colonial heights virginia that's the highest concentration of my family thinks i'm crazy listeners so i've never been to colonial heights but sounds like a cool place thank you everybody there maybe you should all have a my family thinks i'm crazy podcast meetup at some point um either way very cool then of course we have some pretty big cities la houston chicago dallas right you expect those then we have yukon which i can only expect is yukon oklahoma 
then we have Pittsburgh, PA, which is near the only other place named Yukon, Yukon, Pennsylvania, uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, Colorado, of course. We got a bunch in Colorado, uh, San Antonio, Texas, Mariposa, Parsippany, New York. That's right near where I'm going to be uh, almost a week from today in New Jersey, in Morris Plains, New Jersey. If you're in Parsippany, come out and see Sam Tripoli. It's going to be a great show at the Dojo of Comedy, located at Tiff's Bar and Grill. And then we got Charlotte, Atlanta, New York City, Philadelphia, Minneapolis, Glendale, Portland, Columbia, Brooklyn, Miami, Detroit, Phoenix, Orlando, Columbus, Las Vegas, Buffalo, Queens, Boston, St. Paul. Nathan Lee Miller Foster lives in Boston. Shout out to you, Nathan Lee. Bentonville, Lansdowne, Arlington, Washington, Vernal, the Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx. I love the Bronx. I've been to the Bronx. Nashville, Shelby, Sacramento, Indianapolis. I've been to Indianapolis, Honolulu, Fort Mill, San Francisco, Colorado Springs, Sunnyvale, Raleigh, San Diego, Martinez, and Menahega. Those are the top 50 cities where people listen to the My Family Thinks Some Crazy podcast. And believe it or not, I've only been to, let's see, I've been to Pittsburgh, I've been to Denver, I've been to Parsippany, I've been to New York City, Philadelphia, I've been to Brooklyn, of course, I've been to um, <clears throat> Columbus, I drove through Columbus. I don't think I've ever driven through Buffalo. That's all the way up in the north north part of New York. Been to Queens, of course. Boston, I've been there. Yeah, been to Washington, D.C. I think that's Washington. Yeah, that's Washington, D.C., right? I think. <laughs> Unless there's a city called Washington somewhere. I'm sure there is. Anyways, enough about that. Shout out to everybody wherever you're listening. Please sign up and support the show on Patreon, or you can send us a one-time donation. That works as well. You could use Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. You could buy some stickers. I've got My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast stickers, and I also have a whole bunch of really cool activist stickers. Uh, Some say My Body, My Choice, and they got these big needles on them. Some say Resist the New World Order. Uh, Some say Unmasked, Unvaxxed, Unafraid. Uh, so yeah, a lot of cool stickers, a lot of bold stickers to show your community that maybe the people who are thinking the same way you are, are not alone. I think that's really powerful when, you know, maybe you're not listening to podcasts like this or whatever, and you just see a sticker that you agree with on a stop sign or wherever it could make you feel, uh, not alone. For example, I've put my, uh, the last sticker that I put up was on a rail uh what do they call them not a rail guardrail guardrail on the side of the street so a bunch of people see that and yeah if you like doing delinquent stuff like that and putting stickers out hit me up we got the sticker pack available on the Kofi store you can buy uh three packs like our friend dave rose did shout out to you dave thank you so much for all your support and yeah Join the club, everybody. Send us a one-time donation. We've got some pretty big ones lately, so see if you could top that. And as for me, I'm just chilling over here. Be sure to support Nathan Lee Miller Foster. He's got a band camp. He's got a 
website. He's got a blog, which I can't seem to find at the moment. He's got a Twitter and he's got a podcast called Six of Swords. That's right. Six of Swords. You can listen to it in the same podcast app that you're listening to this right now. As for me, I'm just hanging out over here. Tara and I went to the beach yesterday, got some shells, painted a few of them today. Today we went and did a couple things. I packaged up all of the packages that I'm going to be sending out from the Best Friend Book Club to all of the people who have ordered things. Shout out to uh, K Mackey. Let me get your full name. I don't want to give you a fake ass shout out. Let me give you a real shout out because you just emailed me and I appreciate you for buying a pendant. That's right. Somebody just bought a pendant and his name is Steve M. Shout out to Steve. He says, Hey, Mystic Mark, I want to start out by saying I love your podcast. It and Tinfoil Hat have truly opened my eyes. Your podcast has helped, has hit me in much more spiritual way than Tinfoil Hat. Wow. Okay, cool. Thank you. Sam wouldn't like to hear that. Have you ever heard of Zero? <laughs> Why don't you try listening to Zero? I think Sam would uh, probably get upset if he <laughs> found out you're listening to my podcast instead of Zero for the spiritual stuff. Because we're, we're not really a, a spiritual podcast. I just have a spiritual perspective that I bring to most topics, right? So good on you for noticing that steve but hey check out zero it's a great podcast and i happen to book all of the guests so i do feel uh i do feel good when people listen to it as well as tinfoil hat so no need to uh no need to sort of uh, distinguish <laughs> sam does that uh all himself he is distinguished in and of himself anyways he said he buys a crystal wrap of mine shout out thank you steve and he wants to know uh, if i can email him a book list a must read book list well i don't know steve hey now you're asking me to do some work here uh you're not the only person who's asked me this so i'm going to hold my guns close to my chest and i'm going to put a reading list on the patreon so steve Although you are a supporter, you supported with a pen, you got your pendant, uh, you know, value for value. So check out the Patreon for as little as a, a few dollars uh, and you can get a reading list too. And you know what, Steve, since it was uh, a great idea, I'll email it to you after I put it on the Patreon. So whether you sign up for the Patreon or not, you'll get it, Steve. But if you're listening and you want this uh, said reading list that everybody seems to be asking me for, um, go to the Patreon. Or, you know, go to Rockfin and watch my video and just zoom in and see what books are behind me because I have about 20 or 30 milk crates full of books behind me for all the audio listeners. And that is not a flex. I just like to have them uh, at hand while I'm on the podcast, sometimes they're relevant, sometimes they come up, and yeah, it is cool to see. Uh, I think the guests appreciate knowing, uh, or at least me appearing like I'm well-read. They don't know for sure, but <laughs> at least I appear like I'm well-read so they can sort of trust that maybe I've read their book or bought their book, which is true. Most of the guests on this show, if I have not received their book, from them themselves, I usually go and, and buy it. So 
I uh, can't do that without the help of all you folks out there. If you want to hear me interview guests at the highest possible quality uh, for the best quantity too, you know, we put out two, three hour shows for, you know, free pretty much. And I do all my research. I try to research as much as I can. So if you want my time to go to that, please support the show so I don't have to go and landscape and do all this other stuff to make money. Anyways, enough about that. I'll get off the soapbox now. Enjoy the moment wherever you are. I'm sure it's hot out there if you're listening to this in the now because it is July and it is hot where I am. So with that, folks, have a great moment wherever you are in the now. Cool. Terrestrial, trying to stay human in a cesspool of professionals. But I confess too much off of the tongue. All my aunties and my uncles shield the ears of the young. I be saying shit and they don't know where it's coming from. And like a hundred years, we went saw bomb before guns. Check the facts, check the fed, check the stars. Stanley Mines was murked for a water fuel cell car. They each they own, you could stick with your own ways. But eat the rich, you drink the motherfucking Kool Aid. And I can see the red on your lip stain. White skin, blue collar, pure American made. Fuck it. Keep your blood soaked heritage And run the soul off the moon landed narrative Yeah, my girl thinks that I'm embarrassing My folks think I'm nuts but never question the parenting Stuck in bed so my boss thinks I'm lazy Connecting dots but it's all kinda hazy Good morning in the net feeling like I'm Dick Tracy My pap thinks I'm on American and shady Yeah, I'm feeling unhinged lately Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily You could tell me that the president's an alien It wouldn't phase me My family thinks I'm crazy Think that I'm off in the deep end. One too many Netflix docs on the weekends. But check the budget for a military defense. Tell me we ain't scared of something not within reason. Steel beams, another 1492. And 9-11 was the red, white, and blue. And you be lit off the floor, and ain't got a clue. All your dreams just shit on a Rockefeller shoes. Don't believe a damn thing a politician ever said. Ain't one brick left to go up in the Fed. They still got bricks of cocaine to make crack. Oxy's killing the working class, FDA's whack. Talking like this, got kids talking behind backs. Too much to unpack, so they talk smack. And I'm just trying to converse with my clan, but it ain't fan. So I'm here setting up camp. Stuck in bed, so my boss thinks I'm lazy. Connecting dots, but it's all kinda hazy. Good morning in the net, feeling like I'm Dick Tracy. My pack thinks I'm on American and shady. Yeah, I'm feeling unhinged lately. Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily. You could tell me that the president's an alien, it wouldn't phase me. My family thinks I'm crazy. Anything out, so you know. 